Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. How you doing? How you doing? My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and uh, would like to welcome you in to this, the Sunday Between the Arcs. Lots of good stuff for you today. A little bit of teaching. Back to basics. PVE grinding. Reputation accumulation. It's changed a little bit over the last several months, couple of years. The last time we talked about reputation was three years ago. Well, it's a little bit different today than it used to be. Let's find out who is ready to get their learn on. And a talking track service down off you guys. Go ahead and hit it there. What's up? Yo, what are you doing, Berserker, on European 167? Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Zandy's on server 12. What's up? I Beglin on server 32. King Kirky on European 181. Deuces Wild on server 17. Mighty Croc. Server 8 says hello. Have a great show, DJ. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Maximum Hunter Dude on server 28. Warhol, server 21. Joker on server 16. Iron Chef on 14. Felonia Squirrel on server 9. Mosher on 181. Aries on server 14. Thank you for being here. Shadow Sheet says, crazy times, crazy music, crazy cat. Good evening from European 133. JT Bob on 156. Rotifer on 17. Dragon on 183. Indominus on server 52. Jim from the flagship server 15. Thank you so very much. Shillman Zoo on 153. Eyebrow on server 24. Dekix on some European server somewhere. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Gopher on server 130. Captain Oblivious on 29. Clapping at Kirk on server 9. Juby on server 60. Viper on 130. Aces High on 13. Shady Pines on 27. Kievo on server 200. What's up, buddy? Louis P on server 20. Thank you. Walker on 42. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. What's up? Bistro on server 65, Silvis on 24, Divine on 164, Devil Panda on 195, and the list goes on and on. 121 messages in the Talking Trek server sound off and 336 people in the live studio audience. Good evening. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. What's up, Duval? Kirk, what you doing? Welcome in. Appreciate you guys all being here. Welcome into the show. Uh, welcoming uh, into our panel of guests as well. You know them and love them, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he is the yin to my yang. He is the guy that will fight me about anything. And uh, he is the guy that knows That's all. That's not true. He knows everything. And if he doesn't know it, he'll make it up on the spot. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he is Bubba Joe. Welcome in, buddy. How are you? I'm doing okay. That's right. You play Star Trek Fleet Command, ladies and gentlemen. It's produced by a company called Scopely. A Bubba Joe holding. <laughs> Appreciate you being here, man. How's your weekend going? Going well? Uh, it's going pretty good. Excellent. Appreciate you being here. Also, ladies and gentlemen, from Server 20, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Level 60 She-Whale. Trader is with us. Good evening and welcome into the show. Hi, DJs. How are you this evening? You well? I am fantastic. Today. Fantastic. Appreciate you being here. Uh, we we had 
planned on going on the air significantly sooner. That seems to be the story of the week. <laughs> Planning to go on significantly earlier than what we actually did. But uh, we do have we have nerdy things to get into today. Also joining us from up north, Karkin is joining us from Server 15. What's up, my friend? How are you? Uh, Karkin is here. Where's my music? Oh, right. hey, look at that. You got it. Karkin is here from Server 15. How are you, buddy? You doing well? I'm good. This feels more like loopy <laughs> alcohol more than... You know, <laughs> creative writer buzz. Cargan lives in a state of haze. Everybody, like that's just the thing. Uh, as a matter the of fact, haze makes everything clear. <laughs> haze makes everything clear. He says. Uh, no, funny enough, I actually no. I got a, I got a quick little story for you regarding Cargan. I asked him yesterday if he would do oh. me a favor and <laughs> order something from uh from the internet like order something on amazon is what i asked him to do to which karkin replied and and this shocked me bubba joe karkin replied i uh, have... hang on a second you can't trust things from the internet what are you doing <laughs> well you know can i trust what he says that he does on the internet ladies and gentlemen karkin informed me that he has literally never ever in the history of Karkinism, ordered any product off the internet. He's never ordered anything online. Now, how is that even possible? Karkin, how is that a thing? <laughs> Look at the chat. The I, chat cannot believe you right now. They're calling you a liar, liar, pants on fire. Never done it. Seriously? The only credit card I have is my... Um, uh, Interact credit card. I can do some credit stuff with that, but it's still attached to my. Yeah, the internet's the you know. But I mean, you have a bank card. account, like you got a debit card, right? I mean, you don't need a credit card to to order something from Amazon. You've never ordered at Amazon, like you've never ordered like groceries, like grocery pickup, like nothing. No, I go and get my groceries. What are you talking about? Have you? Yeah. So, <laughs> well, now I mean, obviously, packs for the game might be. You've bought packs, right? Or do you use? Yeah, but I. Uh, do you I go, go to down the store and I buy no. a card and I put that card on my phone and then okay. the phone. Does, yeah. Ooh, yes, Kirk, you got it. Uh, Karkin is officially a caveman. Uh, also, <laughs> also joining us from Server Forty Five, Putts is here. Putts, I've got math today. I've got math today, and uh, and I'm hoping that that you are ready to jump in because uh, Bubba and I tried to to put our heads together on i should say we i tried to put our heads together bubba joe was very dismissive uh today trader i'm trying to go over math and i'm looking for this and i'm looking for that and bubba's response to literally everything was just yeah i don't know dj yeah I, just very dismissive wasn't he? he was he was it was it was almost as though he was busy doing something else well, i can't so, imagine so i i gotta i gotta disappoint you dj i'm sorry but I'm I'm about uh, five or six rum drinks in, and I'm about ready to go to dinner. This and I the, couldn't do math if you asked me it's to. It's the man. best kind of math to do right there. That's the best time to do math. As a matter of fact, Scopely uh, does all their math in that exact state of mind. You might actually be able to provide us a better insight than Bubba and Joe, uh, than Bubba and I were able to come up with. 
uh, as far as the math. It could possibly be worse. It, it, it couldn't. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he says it couldn't be worse. Well, we're we're going to talk about some of it today, um, and and mostly broad strokes. You know, the last time that we actually did a show or did a teaching about reputation, Trader, can you believe this? It has been almost three years. You know, I, I don't even think you were a part of our panel yet, Bubba. You might not have been a part of our panel yet when we actually did the math on reputation. As a matter of fact. This was so long ago. Get this. This was so long ago that there were two ways, two in the game, at which you could impact your reputation acquisition, and those were the original two reputation researches in the Galaxy Tree, one called uh, called Apprentice and the other called Devotion. Honest to goodness, that was when we did our, our last teaching on reputation. Those were the only two ways. Can you believe that? That's crazy. And now there are over a dozen ways to actually modify your reputation. But back then, the last time we did this, it was apprentice and it was devotion. And that was it. It's crazy. Crazy. I mean, obviously, the G4 ship was out there. Nobody had them yet. And, and, there, hey. may, there might have been. There might have been 5 of 11 at that time, but I don't think there was, to be perfect. Yeah, there was. Three and a half years ago? Five, five, well, I don't know, three and a half years ago, but 511 came out before the G4 rare ship. So if the G4 rare ship was out, then 511 No, that's what I'm saying. The G4 out. wasn't out. Like, it might have been okay. in the carousel. Like, you might have seen it as, like, a future ship. But I don't think it was because the game was capped at 39 at that point. No, so, they didn't. They didn't preview G four until G four was out. Well, there you go. So that was it. You had Apprentice. You had Devotion. That's it. Nothing else. Five of Eleven came out in April of twenty twenty, which absolutely would have been after we did the teaching on reputation. That was a, a year one thing that we taught on Apprentice and Devotion. That was it. We're going to get into think, all the ways that that has changed here today, Bubba. I think that. There was actually some concern that 511 boosting your reputation was a bug, and so no one wanted to talk about it. Well, yeah, and even then she didn't come out until uh, April or May. Aries says April. I thought it was actually May, but either way, whenever that happened, it probably was April because May was the event store month for Borg. So when uh, that did come out, you're right. There was the curiosity about the fact that she doesn't say she impacts reputation, but she did. Uh, As a matter of fact, she basically... Uh, the way she read was just that she was improving your loot gain. And as we have eventually come to learn in this game, reputation is a part of the loot that is captured from a hostile. It's not a battle ability, which is why Pike doesn't impact it. It is actually loot. It's just like ship XP in that it comes and is calculated after the completion of the actual battle. And it comes back to you. That's why loot gain works. Reputation is loot that's why when you hit your daily hostile cap you stop getting rep you stop getting loot you stop getting chess you still get the score if there's an event going on but you stop getting anything from that hostile because reputation is loot all right we're going to talk about all the different ways that that has changed over the last three years ladies and gentlemen we have a lot to get into today so Bubba Joe let me dive right in without any further ado I have prepared an abbreviated version of your talking trick stupid news let's get it on stupid 
Ed. No. It's time for your news, everybody. Welcome into the show. Complete thing. No, it's not scopely themed. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Why? <laughs> I mean, I've got a, I got a Spirit Airlines joke, and I've got a Tennessee Titans joke, and so I mean, you can draw the correlations where you will. Seven okay, passengers, excellent. seven passengers on board a Lufthansa flight. Am I saying that? I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Lufthansa. It's apparently an airline. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Boaz. Uh, seven passengers on board one of their flights encountered severe turbulence over the state of Tennessee here in the United States and were sent to hospitals in the Washington, D.C. area. At least seven people were hurt on the flight, or as Spirit Airlines calls it, lower than expected. <laughs> Animal rescuers. Uh, animal rescuers said a young seal was returned to the wild one day after it exited the water and walked across a busy New Jersey highway. You can't blame the seal, though, because whenever any of us are in Jersey, we also want to walk into oncoming traffic. The animal rescuers did, in fact, do an amazing job. They get <laughs> a seal of approval. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, that's good. A British man is fighting a fine he claims he received after his wife and kids visited a McDonald's and dined in last summer. Apparently, he received a fine for parking too long. He only had 60 minutes, and he was apparently parked for 80 minutes, Bubba Joe. Can you, first of all, first of all, who needs 80 minutes eating in at a McDonald's? Like, that's the first question I've got. All right. That was his. Been some pretty slow, but at least thirty minutes in the playpen. <laughs> well, you got that whole playing setup. Gotcha. Got video games. In okay. Spend an hour. I got gotcha. you. I see. Hours. I see. Well, that was his first violation. Was uh, a parking citation. His second uh, was for abuse after keeping his family at McDonald's for eighty minutes. Uh, Tennessee Titans dumped left tackle Taylor Lewin's possessions. On his doorstep, Bubba Joe, in trash bags after releasing him after nine years on the team. I'm sure you've heard something about this. There's got to be something more going on with this. Nine years on the team, they finally, they separate, they, they part ways, and they bring his stuff to his house in trash bags. On the other hand, some people saying that it makes sense that the team used trash bags because after last season, they're a dumpster fire. <laughs> oh, see, see, you could have you could have backed this one up with, and still treats the players better than the Arizona Cardinals. Boom! Nice job, Bubba Joe. Well done. Yes. Uh, I don't know, did, did you hear that? <laughs> did you hear that report? The Arizona Cardinals. So most NFL teams, you know, real professional mm -hmm. teams, mm -hmm. they want you to come in and work out. Uh -huh. They want you to come in. And so to, as an enticement to do that, they'll offer you lunch and dinner and breakfast. And it's got all the nutrition and everything that you want your NFL players to be bulking up on and avoiding the things you don't want them to have, right? Mm -hmm. The Arizona Cardinals, the report came out. The NFL Cardinals charge their players every time they come in and eat. During the season, out of the season, doesn't matter. And then charge them to use the facilities. I'm waiting on your Can you joke. you imagine that? I'm waiting on huh? your joke. No. <laughs> this is... 
This is absurd. No wonder the Cardinals are always going to be a tire fire because they're not encouraging. They don't want their players to get better. They want them to go somewhere else. Oh, okay. I get it. Velox says the Cardinals are the joke. Okay, got yes, it. the Cardinals are the joke. There you go. Uh, lastly, something that strikes a little too close to home, Bubba Joe. The state of West Virginia is poised to offer former residents, of which, by the way, I am. Okay, just, just throwing this out there. West Virginia is poised to offer former residents $25,000 in tax credits if they move back to the Mountain State to work. The state of a population 1.8 million has lost 3.2% of its population since 2010, Bubba, according to census figures, marking the largest percentage decline of any state in the union. So many people are fleeing the state that they're thinking of changing the name from West Virginia to East California. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that's your stupid news. See, I would have taken that in an entirely different direction. Oh, please, please. You know, listen, I've been very, my head has been buried in math. So Bubba Joe, please. Uh, go ahead and rewrite uh, the last two stupid news items now, if you don't care. No, no. So at the at the at the announcement that West Virginia is is asking people to <laughs> to come back to the state, that the response from the people would be that they packed up their cardboard boxes and are walking back. You know, I take great offense at that comment. Okay, That's harsh. right? That's really hard. I have I have plastic totes. First of all, okay, there's plastic totes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, yes, all right. That's that's all. That's what I use. I don't have I'm not using cardboard boxes. Shouldn't you be using garbage bags? No, that's in Tennessee. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's, tied that's, back to Tennessee. that's Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Everybody's got something, don't they? All right. Uh, uh, welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Where today we're going to talk a little bit about reputation. All right. Now, uh, it is between the arcs, Trader. It is a downtime. Someone even said, "Wow, talking about grinding rep." Four years into the game. Must be a slow news week. Well, obviously it is. Okay, it's between the arcs. There's nothing going on. I even mentioned to Bubba Joe earlier, I said, hey, listen, I've got this idea brewing, but was there anything else? Did anybody how else have anything that they wanted to, to teach on today? Because there really isn't anything, right? There's nothing going on. And, uh, and fortunately, this is, see, this is why. This is why Bubba Joe is my partner. Oh, because God. because I wanted to start talking about faction reputation and crewing and research and things of, of those natures. And Bubba Joe was like, oh, well, funny enough, I actually wanted to talk about hostile grinding as well. I wanted to talk about PVE and various hostels and crewing and this and that. So, so we're going to marry these two things together today as per the show notes. How to grind reputation today as compared to maybe three, four years ago, as well as PVE crewing for various hostels that have presented in the game. Because, Bubba Joe, there is still the good old-fashioned Pike Moreau Chen. For anybody sure. who's hitting 51 and down hostels, Pike Moreau Chen is the good old-fashioned, that still works, and it does. It still works. It's never going to really be nullified, uh, but there are different things that we can do better, and it also depends on how you're trying to do that. Are you using one ship, using two ships, using three ships, all right? And, and there's ways that we can do that. What ships are you using who with? 
which is also really interesting, okay? So we're going to talk a little bit about this. We're going to start with reputation, just good old-fashioned hostels, good old-fashioned faction hostels. Bubba Joe, what we had started to do earlier today, you and I, was start looking at ways to boost or manipulate your faction reputation, all right? Essentially, we're looking at loot gain, right? Uh, but not explicitly loot gain. We're looking at, at loot gain as, as it pertains to reputation, as it pertains to any hostile, faction hostile. There is loot gain as it pertains to uh, exchange hostiles, but that's not going to count for faction reputation. So let's go back four years, four years ago. And we're going to take a look at the two researches that were introduced into the game, brand spanking new up front, okay? You had, uh, that's right, you had reputation uh, or, or faction, I'm just going to call it faction, apprentice and faction devotion. Those were the only two. Now, apprentice was simple. Apprentice was very, very straightforward. Apprentice was um, just rep gained or lost. There wasn't any component. There was no pre-qualifier. There was nothing there, Bubba Joe, that, that had a dependency on what you did. Just if you used it, right, then you, uh, or if you researched that particular thing, then you started to receive the benefit of this. And it, but it was also gained or lost, all right? So you had to be a little bit aware. You, you kind of wanted to build those evenly if you were dual grinding, Okay, because what you were doing at that point is if you went really hard on Federation Apprentice, for example, then uh, if you were trying to to double, you know, rep grind at that time, then you still had to find a way to kind of keep it balanced because that would improve the Federation rep gained. Right. But it would Mm -hmm. also increase the amount of of Romulan and Klingon faction that was lost, all right? So when you look at reputation, for example, and almost all these researches do this, you take a look, go ahead and pull up your your research tree. Let's take a look in the galaxy tree. It's not that far in. It was a very early research. Go to the galaxy tree, and we will find um, right here, Apprentice, all right? You had Klingon Apprentice, Federation Apprentice, and Romulan Apprentice increasing Base, it says base, a lot of the early stuff said base, increases faction points gained or lost for defeating a hostile. That reputation research maxes out at 50%. All right, starts out at 5%. It's a 10-level research. It scales up. Most people in the game, hopefully, who have been here since day one, have, in fact, got this thing pretty near maxed or close to maxed or, or done with that research because that was that was it for a long time, Bubba Joe. That was the only thing you had, 50%. Yep. All right. Um, later in that same tree, at the same time, it was released at the same time, but it was the very, very last research in the, uh, in, in the galaxy tree at that time. Double-checking this. You know what? That, I don't think, came... Yes, it was. It was the very, very last one. It was called Devotion. That's right. It was called Devotion. So you had Klingon Devotion, Fed Devotion, and Romulan Devotion. Now, the reason this one was different is that it did increase plus or minus Federation faction points, but you had to be using a 
faction ship, a Federation ship. So, for example, let's say that I, at the time, was using an auger to grind reputation, because that's what a lot of people did, all right? The auger, for example, would it have any impact, would Romulan devotion, rather, have any impact on how much Klingon rep I lost, Bubba Joe? If I took a Romulan ship to go grind um, Romulan ships, Romulan ship to grind on Romulan hostels, would it have impacted my Klingon reputation? Like, would that have increased the losses I took? No. No, it would not have. It would not have because devotion, again, only impacted your plus or your gains or your losses of that reputation if you were using that ship. So if you were working on Federation rep, if you wanted to grind Klingons because you were working on boosting Fed faster, so you were killing Klingons, if you wanted to go faster with Federation devotion because that's impacting your Federation rep, you would have used what ship? Or what series of ships? I'm killing Klingons because I want to boost my Federation. And if I want my Federation to move faster, I'm going to use Devotion. And you got it, Ares. You got it, Air Raid. We're going to use Federation ships. That would have been the Sally, the Enterprise, the Intrepid at the time. But that was it. That was it, folks. Those were the only two ways that you could impact your reputation. Now, some people at the time might have said, well, I could do different, I could do more, I could, I could do this, like Shani says, well, I could have used D4 for speed. I'm here to tell you, speed was not wild. Again, we're talking three years ago in the game. Very, compared to today, very small numbers of researches, boost. So there wasn't a whole lot of research to speed, Bubba Joe. You could have used the D4, but it might have gotten you what? two to three extra hostels over the course of a couple of minutes. I mean, maybe on one haul, it got, I don't know, in a 15-minute period, it might have gotten you five or ten extra hostels, okay? I do remember a lot of people talking about, man, the auger is the best ship to grind with, but it is so slow. slow. The auger was the best ship functionally to grind rep with, but it was by far far the slowest it took it it just took forever right so you would trade off right you would trade off maybe some of the capabilities by using a faster ship you could maybe kill more hostiles but you wouldn't kill as many per hull etc 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 now that was it end of the show end of story right because that's it that's what we started the game with and there was nothing else play the music we're done that's it we are out of here uh, until April of 2020. Five of 11 came out. And of course, Bubba Joe, at first the community was very, sh- 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 very hush-hush about it. Because five of 11 reads, her officer car reads as though it is loot gain. All right? Just loot gain. That's the way that the officer card reads. Improves the uh, amount of... All right? Increases the amount of resources dropped from hostels by whatever percent she was at the time, 20%. All right? 
Well, this is what we were talking about right before the news. Hostels are dropping resources. And at first, Bubba, we thought, well, Parsteel, Trite, Dill. Because crazy enough, some players, more than maybe you want to remember or care to admit, some players were still farming hostels for Dilithium back then, weren't they, folks? Some people were still farming hostels for Tritanium, weren't they, guys? They sure were. There are players today. I was actually watching a stream the other day. I was watching a stream. Shout out, Dad Bod. All right. He was grinding level 20 hostels, Bubba Joe. But he was filling his cargo and then coming home to unload. He was keeping the trite. He's an ops 20-something. He was keeping the trite and the steel. All right. Divine says back in the day, it was quicker than mining. And it was depending on the hostels that you hit. I mean, you got to remember, you were using what? what what's the that two-star mining ship? You didn't have a Horizon yet. Remember, the Horizon came until 26. Well, how can you forget the Envoy? The Envoy, that's it. Thank you. The Envoy, that's what you were mining with. The Horizon didn't come until Ops 26. Don't. Don't tell me you didn't build and scrap like 800 envoys. There was no scrapping then, Bubba Joe. No, but 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 since then. Oh, yeah, I've probably done some. Okay, so you can't forget the envoy. The envoy is a legend. It Okay, sure. It turned G2 crystal, which is virtually worthless, into G3 crystal, which is gold-pressed latinum. That's true. That is true, okay? That's absolutely accurate. That was the way to progress and, and acquire crystal. It was massively important for a long time, all right? So, you got the envoy. Uh, you're out there, and you're, you're doing this with 5 of 11 when she comes out, and you're getting this increase. But then the community realizes and learns that her true use was never put into her tooltip. Right? And you could even say maybe it is reputation. I don't think it was even that. It was Armadas. When Armadas finally dropped into the game, which still was actually, I guess, a couple of months before 5 of 11 came out, then we realized that 5 of 11 was also impacting Armadas. And that started. Let's, let, we're, we're walking down memory lane. That is what started the whole Armadas are hostiles precedent inside this game of which Scopely has departed from here as of late, all right, because not all hostile research impacts Armadas anymore, but 5 of 11 was one of the oldie but goodies, all right? 5 of 11 impacted any and all PvE targets in this game, whether it was Armadas, whether it was red ships, whether it was gold ships, all right? Reputation. Ship XP. Oh, yeah. Did you know that 5 of 11 will increase your ship XP gains? Ship XP is, in fact, loot after all. All right. So 5 of 11 came out, revolutionized the game, and then Bubba Joe, we learned that she also impacted reputation, marking the number three way that you could use something in the game to manipulate your growth of reputation. All right. <clears throat> Fast forward. Time goes on. We add um, most of this stuff has been relatively recent. I guess the next one, Baba Joe, would have been G4 rare ships. 
That was the next one that came out. Um, and what most people tend to think about, right, is the pylum, right? That's what most people think about is the pylum, right, Bubba Joe? Mm-hmm. Was there any other ship other than the pylum at the time that that the majority of players were really kind of like super focused on, right? Anything? Well, I mean, all three of them, whichever faction you were going for, all three of them paid dividends. Uh, the 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 Federation ship, the Newton, was a little bit slower, but the Coronar was still a really really good ship. But the Pylum's firing pattern, everyone got excited about. So, but no, it was it, whichever of those ships you were was your faction, you should get. That was the that was the 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 common knowledge. Sure, that was that was the commonly accepted. This is what you should do. That was the commonly accepted plan was to get the G4 rare as quickly as possible because its ship ability, even at Tier 1, Level 1, was a 10% loot gain, exactly the way 5 of 11 was written. 10% more resources from hostiles. It didn't take the community long, Bubba Joe, to realize that it was, in fact, coded exactly like 5 of 11, in which that it gained XP, in which it gained resources from the drops, steel, trite, dill, whatever. It also, at that point, started to be able to gain other things like Swarm and Borg and, and whatever else had come into the game that started to drop content in those, those loot tables, it did that. The G4 ships were the desired ship to go to armadas. Even if you had a more powerful ship, in a lot of cases, you had a higher... Like, let's say you had a G4 Epic way back in the day. A lot of players still went with the G4 Rare. Even after G5 was launched, I remember the early stages when, when 50... Uh, 51 was first open. A lot of players at 50 and 51 were not using G4 Epics. They were using the G4 Rares to grind the reputation towards the Nova because the G4 Rare ships gave that loot bonus. And listen, if you were, let's say, Tier 9, it was 80%. That's the equivalent of a Tier 4 5 of 11. Bubba Joe, I, I... hesitate to ask this question because I honestly don't know the answer. Is your 5 of 11 actually maxed yet? Yeah. Okay, it is. All right, I couldn't remember. How long did that take? Did you max uh, your 5 of 11 before or after you built a G4 rare? Had oh, to be well after. after. Yeah, had to be. No, I, I didn't max 5 of 11 until like October of last year. Yeah, so it took a long time. So I yes. would imagine October of 22 that your G4 rare ship probably had an even more potent ability than 5 of 11 did, right? Oh, no. No, 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 no. What was your G4 rare? What What is it now? My, I mean, I had I had 5 of 11 at tier 4 for a really long time. So that's Like, I was just 80%. not getting pulls. And that's... to get a G4 rare up to 80%, what is that, like a tier 9, tier 10? Tier 9. That's exactly what it is. Tier 9, oh, level yeah. so, 45. I just got my rare ships to tier nine like a month and a half ago. Okay. So five so, was so five eleven was was tier four probably less than a year after I got her. Wow. That's impressive. 
Yeah, that is impressive. A lot of people still, I, even myself, I'm still fighting trying to get that Officer Max. Divine says, my 5 of 11 is still Tier 2. Still Tier 2. All right. So, so 5 of 11, massively important, especially when, and, and, and at that time, you got to remember, too, when G4 first launched, obviously G4 ships weren't out there. So, Bubba, when you were a fresh 40, I know, go way back in time, you and Trader. When you were a fresh Ops 40, back in the day, were you guys using, let me just ask a crazy question. Were you guys using Pike, Moreau, and Chen to grind your hostels? Uh, Pike, Moreau, Chen was still the the primary crew. Mm -hmm. Um, But... As a sec, the secondary crew always had five of eleven. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't it? If you were going to use more ships, and and again, we'll talk about multi ship grinding and things like that uh, here coming up in now, just a little bit. But where the where the discussion started to become interesting is when G four launched. Um, if you had well developed uh, epics, G three epics, you could still kill some G four ships, and what you wanted from them was the broken parts. And that's where 511 started to make a difference. Um, you could kill more ships with Pike Moreau Chen, mm-hmm. but you got a lot more loot with 511. Oh, gee, shucky darn. It's kind of one of the things that we wanted to highlight here today. What is your... What's your goal? All right. Is it just to kill the most number of hostiles? Because, by the way, that is a possible goal, right? Like, if I kill... 50 hostels at X payout, all right? But then I kill 30 hostels, Bubba Joe, at, you know, 1.8X payout, do I come out ahead, right? Like, that's one thing. That's one area of mathematical balance that that the community has always tried to come back and, and see if they were able to solve, but it did vary for everybody because it depended on research and ships and what hostels you were hitting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But you could hit fewer hostels with five at the time, fewer hostels with five, but it paid more. So what was worth it, Trader, if you were grinding reputation or if you were going and farming parts, then that was fine if you died faster because you got more gain, Right. But, exactly. But if it was if it was just a kill event, for example, which we didn't have a bunch of those back then, but if it was just straight up kills, then you obviously would be better off with Pike Morochan. Or or for example, if you were concerned with repairs, because at the time G4 epics were magnificently expensive. So maybe you just wanted to do your 25 daily hostels and get home. Right? So then you would use Pike Morochan because that would preserve the most uh the most whole health it would lessen the repair but you would bring home less loot so that was 5 of 11 and the introduction then of the G4 ships which came uh a little bit later and improved yet another area of loot gain or in this case what we're talking about today is faction gain all right what came next community what was next See if anybody remembers Bubba Joe. It's not actually that old. Came out with the introduction of the next generation arc. Up, oh, Oblivious has got it wrong. Not Exos, although very, very close. Very, very close. 
All right, because faction exos didn't come until later. Exos did come at this same time. It was the away team's assignment research tree. You got it. And me, the name of the research is called Notoriety. And it was written just like the original Apprentice, Bubba Joe. Notoriety gave you plus or minus uh, reputation gained or lost with no other requirement, no other um, thing necessarily for reputation. Now, I'm not going to get into uh, the Vidar. The Vidar Borg refinery did have the ability to manipulate reputation, but it was a bundle, right? It was, it was just what you got. It was a lump sum. It didn't change how you ground. It didn't do anything with the way that you grind anything. Like, it didn't change what the drops were. It was just a bundle. You could get some, all right? But notoriety was... The next piece that actually came out that would impact a grind. And when I say impact a grind, Bubba Joe, I don't mean opening a bundle because some people, aren't some people out there, shout out to, to someone I haven't been fortunate enough to talk to in a long time, but Ska. Ska would, would grind rep rapidly, quickly. I mean, he, he, was, he was the guy that always wanted to have the ships first. So what was he doing, Bubba? He was out there grinding his tail off five and six ships. You guys may remember yep. the, the video that, that he published here, what, two and a half, three years ago, of him using six ships to grind reputation. And he was using various combinations. Like, obviously, he was using Pike Morochen, but he was obviously using 5 of 11, right? He was using faction ships of the ones that he was trying to push up faster to take advantage of devotion. Then you had the Away Team's Assignment Research Tree. Away Team's Assignment Research Tree came out and introduced a new research called Notoriety. It is uh, about halfway through... Maybe not quite, maybe about a third of the way through. Federation notoriety, Klingon notoriety, and Romulan notoriety. Same thing, Bubba Joe. Just plus or minus points gained or lost from defeating hostiles. And it did add the, uh, the target or the disclaimer of armadas. Ah, oh, that's right, Captain Q. Goon was another one. Absolutely. Goon was a big one as far as an officer goes. You're absolutely right. So you had this research, Federation Notoriety. Bubba Joe, again, didn't require anything special. It was just on, and it would affect that reputation. So if you went and killed a hostile, then you just now improved. If you had Federation Notoriety level one, then if you killed a Romulan hostile, then you took whatever the base was, and you added 5% to your faction reputation bonus research. That was Notoriety. It wasn't long after that, and we're going to start to fast forward here a little bit. wasn't long after that before Galaxy Research 2.0 came out in, what, almost a year ago? Can you believe that, Bubba Joe? It was summer of last year. Galaxy Research 2.0 came out and offered another one. Anybody remember what those are just off the top of your head? Boom, boom, boom. Ba-doom, boom, boom. Mm-mm-mm. Kang's Honor, Pike's Prestige, and Ricard's Renown. All right, that is, oh gosh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve columns into the Galaxy Research Tree expansion. Okay, expansion. Now, you had to. Uh, what are you talking about, Battle Droid? You did not have to have the right ship for positive rep from the ATA research. Am I reading that wrong? Hold on, let me go back and just double check. I went through this kind of quick. 
Here we go. Federation notoriety. No, you did not require a specific ship. It just gained. Devotion is the one that required the ship. Okay? All right. Actually, Battledroid, that's just it, man. That's just it. Using a Klingon ship to get Klingon points didn't matter, except for Devotion, which was one of the earlier researches. All right? So, yeah, it did matter, but you're getting it twisted as to why. All right? Federation notoriety didn't matter, Bubba Joe. All right? You could use whatever ship you wanted. But, again, Battledroid's not wrong. You still wanted to take advantage of the Devotion research that you already had, right? So you did want to try to use the right ship because otherwise you would be nullifying the original research, right? Right. Yeah. So you did want to try to use the right ship if you could. If you could. Goon came out. Uh, you're asking about what Goon does. Goon is, um, let's see. No, Goon does ship XP. Goon does not do reputation. Goon does not do reputation. He does ship XP. So I said that a minute ago. I apologize. I was thinking he was loot game, but he's not. He's just XP. And by the way, it does separate. All right? It's kind of crazy. Square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. 5 of 11 will do XP. We'll do that. But uh, Goon, who specifies XP, because it's not, he doesn't say loot. All right? He'll do XP, but not loot. All right? So that's right. XP there with Goon. So you had uh, Notoriety that came out in the Away Team store. Uh, you had Pike's Prestige, Kang's Honor, Ricard's Renown that came out in the Galaxy Research Tree 2.0, Bubba Joe. It is a very expensive research. I currently only have it at level 2. It's very expensive research. uses that new Rodinium stuff. And, uh, but it will provide research boost as well. All right. Uh, at level 2, for example, it's 14%. Now we're starting to add these things up. All right. Uh, Medic said, who's renowned? R Ricard? Am I saying that right? R Ricard? Ricard? Ricard's renowned. I'm just going to go with that. Okay. That is the Romulan. Now, here's the thing, Aries. You say, but it's to base. Right? They're all to base. Like, they're all to base. All right? This is where Scopely and their, and their tooltips early in the game not even early, Bubba Joe, but even up to Galaxy Reacher. They just say early in the game, like last month. Yeah, still today. Okay, <laughs> these tooltips, these tooltips. Listen, if anything says base, that it modifies base, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, as a matter of fact, there's there are one or two researches that do actually modify base. None of them are for loot gain. All right, none of them are for loot gain that that I have found. All right. Uh, I think it's 40-plus, Tarpy. Not 41, but 40-40 is where you can start getting Galaxy Research Tree 2.0. Now, as far as Pike's Prestige, that may be Ops 41 because it's a little bit deeper in, in Galaxy 2.0. So it could be Ops 41 just to get to that research, but the Galaxy 2.0 tree opens at Ops 40. So you've got that one, and some people may not be able to do that one, Bubba Joe. They're not there yet. So that one would be a zero for you in your calculation. Then we introduced Syndicate Tree. The Syndicate Tree, how interesting. We've got that one now, Bubba Joe. And, and it's interesting, as I was looking today, you guys help me if I miss something. Bubba Joe, I went through 25 levels of the Syndicate Tree. And I see reputation on level 20, 22, and 24, and nowhere else. Now, I went through this 
three times. Does anybody want to correct me on that? Because I couldn't see anything else. I see it on Milestone 20, Milestone 22, and Milestone 24. And that's it. That's all I found. All right? Because it's pretty clear that it does say faction reputation. All right? I don't see it on 15. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. I don't see it. Now, you might be looking at Syndicate. All right. Oh, well, I haven't gone all the way to 30 because, yeah. But uh, let's see, 30. Let's see. No, no, guys. That is not the same. So that's reputation in your daily goal. That's your daily reputation event. That does not count the drops from the hostels. So Mimi says, are you counting the daily boost? No, I am not counting the daily boost. All right, not counting the daily boost. What I'm looking for specifically is what will alter the actual hostel drop. If you're looking at milestone 30, for example, and, and there are others of those, let's take a look right here at 25. Faction credit and reputation, plus and minus, rewards in the daily goals are increased by 1.75x. You've got that again at Let's see, that happens again here at Milestone. Let's see, that's 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20. At level 20, you get bonus daily goal rewards. But again, that doesn't change what comes from the hostel. That just changed what comes in your bundle, all right? By completing your dailies, you would get more or less, okay? And then same thing, you could go back a little bit further there is another one uh, right underneath. Mine are not numbered. I don't know what the number is anymore. But bonus daily goal rewards, 1.25x faction, Bubba Joe. Again, reputation, but only in the bundle. So from the hostel, I only see level 20, 22, and 24. Let's go forward. Let's go forward, Bubba, and see if there's anything uh, higher than that. There's bonus daily goal rewards, but still nothing from the hostel as far as a grinding mechanic and no it does not exist all the way up to level 35 Bubba Joe the last 10 levels of syndicate they did not change anything related to faction grinding they changed some of the bundles around but nothing that you would get from the hostel so syndicate 20 22 and 24 that's it Then uh, we come out to our newest one, Bubba Joe. Our brand newest one that was just released. Uh, people are calling him the Michelin Tire Borg. He is Galinar. All right. Take a look at Galinar and his officer ability, which is very interesting, Bubba Joe, because most people are not thinking of him about on, you know, using him on the bridge. They're thinking about his BDA. Right? They're thinking about his below-deck ability, which is increasing Venom and increasing Nanoprobe loot gains. Right? Loot gains on his below-deck ability. But that's not for reputation. It's not for reputation. So they're going to look at the officer ability, which is increasing the faction reputation gained from Federation Klingon to Romulan Hostels by 5% at Tier 1, and that scales up a little bit as an officer ability. Now, Bubba, 
We just named off a bunch of things. We named off a bunch of things. Is 5% going to make a difference? Ah, you know what? Thank you, Lloyd. You daggone right. Well, yeah, that's right. I'm not done. I'm not done because then the amalgam came out. Amalgam came out. What happened when the amalgam recruit chest came out or the, the, the Honor Guard Wharf recruit chest? Sorry, thank you. I wasn't even done with my list. Honor Guard Wharf and amalgam. Then you got the faction exos. Then you got the faction exos. There were rare exos, Bubba Joe, but the only rare exo actually reduced your loss. It was an interesting pattern that they chose because at that time, they were kind of maybe tinkering with the idea of making people hit. You remember when that came out, Bubba Joe, a lot of people fussed about that. They were making, they were doing a lot of faction-exclusive events. So people who were grinding faction on one day would have an event that only permitted you to hit Romulans, for example, and you, uh, you were grinding Rom, right? So you didn't want to send the reputation down. So they offered these rare exocomps at a 50% negative rep reduction. But that's, uh, that's mine at 50%. I don't even know what, what uh, grade that is, Bubba Joe. But uh, did you guys have, have bigger ones than that? 50%. I think there was a 30% out there, maybe. Not sure. All right. Aardvark says the negative exos are actually pretty powerful. Your losses are four times higher than gain, so minimizing that is better than the gain. Well, yeah, obviously. Listen, they had their purpose, right? You would use those if you were forced to hit your own faction, but that's not what you're going to hit when you're trying to grow a faction. <gasps> Unless you're dual grinding. Unless you're dual grinding, then you might, right? You got it. Correct. You got it. All right. But then the uncommon ones came out uh, at the same time. You had plus 100%, plus 70%. And there is a G3 as well at plus 40%. All right. So you get three different grades of EXO there 100% boost, 70% boost, and a 40% boost. And then lastly, thank you, Lloydson, we'll wrap up with fleet commanders. Fleet Commanders that just came out, what, 60 days ago, maybe 90 days ago. And um, let's take a look. They're already dead. Yeah, certainly need to be looked at. You know, this, this again, kind of hate that, that Bubba Joe seems to always accurately predict the fact that Scope was going to launch something and then not think about it for 22 months before they come back and refresh something. All right. Meanwhile, we're all out of skill points and can't get the rares, so we're just kind of stuck. Maybe they thought Bubba Joe was going to take you 30 months to get to Command Center or whatever the – yeah, Command Center 30, so didn't matter. <laughs> they underestimated you. All right. Um, once again. Once again. So let's take a look at Locutus, which, by the way, was a paid officer, right? Paid officer, so not everybody's going to have him. I get that. But he has skills, right? They all have skills. And, and Locutus's skills boost faction reputation, don't they, Bubba? Mm-hmm. No, actually, they don't. See, I was trying to trick him. <laughs> 
Uh, no, Locutus does not. I'm affect, sorry, I I wasn't listening. Obviously, uh, Locutus does not affect reputation. All right, but indeed a commander does. Let's take a look at Admiral Kirk. Admiral Kirk. We're going to take a look at his skill tree. And under the leader section, row number two, which now all free-to-play have unlocked. Okay? Like, everybody should have it by now. Leader column, row two, intelligence reports. Intelligence reports say the same thing, Bubba Joe. Increasing, and by the way, that's a selectable skill, mind you. All right? It's a selectable skill. So you've got three researches here, Bubba Joe, or three skills, whatever you want to call them. Increasing fed rep, gained or lost from defeating hostiles. Same thing for Klingon, same thing for Romulan. And it's selectable, meaning you only get one. But it is gained or lost. Same as almost every other reputation um, mechanic in the game. Okay? So you got fleet commanders now. Now, this is what sometimes we miss, Bubba Joe. And I missed it. Took forever. Took forever for me to go through and actually find all of this stuff. Because we've got... And I did this just for myself, community. It's going to be different for you. Like I, I saw someone say, well, I don't have access to Pike's Prestige because that's a G4 research, and it is. All right. So some people are going to have that at 0%. All right. So today, Bubba Joe, I am grinding on Romulan ships, and I'm working on Klingon reputation. I'm using a Romulan ship. And I decided that I was going to try something a little silly. I decided to go Strange New Worlds, Pike, Strange New Worlds, Hemmer, and Galinar. <laughs> and I went to hit level 53, G5, Immortal Traders. Okay? I selected the skill for increasing... Klingon reputation from, from Admiral Kirk, and I slotted him. I selected the skill, and I slotted him. All right? He's in the chair. And I got Klingon reputation chosen. Now, for me, I've got that skill up to level 9. That's 45%. Apprentice is maxed for me, Bubba Joe, 50%. Pike's Prist, uh, sorry, uh, Klingon, Kang's Honor. 14%. Await team's assignment tree, notoriety. Klingon notoriety, 32%. Syndicate level 20, 22, and 24. I am ops 49. And by the way, the syndicate levels will vary. They do change, all right, based on your ops level. So let's say, for example, you are syndicate level 20, but you're only ops level 39. Interesting, isn't it, Bubba Joe? Syndicate level 30... Ops level 29 would only get you a 2% faction bonus. Sorry, my nose is itching. 2% faction bonus on reputation at, at Ops 39. All right. Uh, syndicate level 20. Well, Ops 40 through 50, that jumps from 2% to 6%. Okay, 2% to 6%. 
And that, by the way, confirmed does change. So, like, for example, if you unlock Syndicate 20 and you're at 2% and you're at 39, Ops 39, and then you go to Ops 40, you know, Bubba, sometimes people come to me and ask, is there a benefit to going to 40? Should I go to 40? Now, you know my answer here as of late has been, you know, yes, go, okay? You should go. But there is one thing that I literally, including myself, have never heard anybody say is there's a lot of syndicate buffs that will improve at Ops 40. Right? Like, if you're sitting at 39, right, Putz? Oh, Putz is gone. He's three sheets to the wind. Putz has been sitting at 39. Karkin's at 39. Karkin, have you really ever taken the time to really dissect the syndicate tree at what you have accomplished and really kind of determine what a huge... Like, it's not... You know, when you go to 40, for example, you start getting better rewards. You start getting events that pay out more. You start getting access to bigger and badder research, right? Don't forget the TC buffs. They'll increase. That's right. That's right. Alliance Exocomps. Same thing, Karkin. All right? But yeah. but something that fundamentally changes, especially if you've got a decently advanced syndicate tier, go in there and look. Almost everything. Well, it's not 20 yet, so. Almost everything about syndicate will advance at Ops 40. Think about, Bubba, the massive research quote-unquote jump that you would get going. Hey, you know where another break is? 29 to 30. 29 to 30 is another one. Actually, it's every decade, Bubba Joe. 19 to 20, then 29 to 30, big change. 39 to 40. Now ah, they got us on the 40 to 50 because it doesn't change again until 51. All right, but you look at everything you've unlocked in the syndicate tree, and and, and I don't know if you line itemed this thing, Bubba Joe. There's three. Uh, there's two in milestone two, then two more in three. That's four. Um, two more in five. That's now seven. I, I couldn't even count this if I tried. I have a lot of things to look forward to when I hit forty. I know it is a massive. Massive, massive, quote-unquote, research change. Okay? I mean, we're talking protected cargo, defense platform damage, warp speed, cargo capacity, mining speed, scrapping speed, officer statistics, repair speeds, damage dealt, hull health, repair cost efficiency. There's one you're going to like, repair cost efficiency. Piercing, mitigation. More stats, scrapping speed, more of it, ship XP, tons of it, tons of it. Officer stats, big, big, big one, Vengeance, officer stats. So, by the way, not that I was trying to teach on that, but just when you're thinking about holding yourself back or when you're thinking about camping, just think of every research, and I'm calling them research because you would have, you would have, you know, when you go to 40, you open new research nodes that you spend on, right, Bubba? Spend Tritanium or spend Dilithium or spend Materials. If you have Syndicate level 20, for example, and you go from Ops 39 to 40, you get a complimentary bing, bang, boom, flip of the switch on 
everything you've unlocked in your syndicate tree, it goes up because you just crossed a decade. It's massive. That being said, Syndicate 20, 22, 24 also have faction reputation bonuses. Mine are 6, 10, and 15% respectively. Bubba Joe. I mentioned Notoriety at 32, Kang's Honor at 14, Apprentice at 50. Devotion, by the way, I'm counting at zero because I'm not using a Klingon ship, am I? Not using a Klingon ship. So I'm not going to get any improvement to my Klingon reputation while I'm grinding Romulan because I don't have a Klingon ship. I don't have the Cory yet. So I'm giving myself 0% there. Uh, my Pylum is level-based. All right, the Pylum is level 35. That gets me a 60% boost. And here's where we get um, a, a little bit of where we can break this down now, Bubba Joe. I've got my Fleet Commander, that one Klingon skill at level 9. I told you that's 45%. And I now have access to these exocomps, all right? Because I'm Syndicate level 25, I actually have two multifunction slots. So, I mean, kind of crazy what you could do with that. That means technically, Bubba Joe, I can activate the 100% exocomp. That means technically I can also activate the 70% exocomp. And technically, if I still have the, the G3 exocomps, which I'm going to eventually run out of, then I still have the 40% exocomp. I've got 5 of 11 at Tier 4, which is 80%. And I've got Galinar at Tier 3, which is only 9%. Okay? So... It's all seemingly very small, Bubba Joe. But add them up. Let's add them up. Every research that I just read, and by the way, I used Galinar like a goofy butt. All right, because we're going to do a comparison today. And by the yes, Vengeance says I'm missing the primes. <laughs> Am I missing? I didn't overlook them. I just have them at 0%. <laughs> but yes, there are primes. I'm not really focusing on those. But what he's referring to is prime Federation Tribute, Prime Klingon Tribute, and Prime Romulan Tribute. These were the ever-so-popular Primes, Bubba Joe, that led to the infamous five-level Prime. <laughs> the $500 Prime, the first in the game and so far the last. All right? These were the Primes. These were the Primes that you actually spent... <laughs> $500 to get the same 100% boost that you would have gotten. You can't even say it with a straight face. No, can't. I can't say it with a straight face. And you want to know why? Here's why I want to tell you why, okay? I don't have the primes. I just gave you all the research, the fleet commander, the yada yada, everything that I've got, all right? My research bonus, Bubba Joe, 441 percent rep bonus for Klingon. 441 percent is what I've got. Now, Bubba Joe, Vengeance does bring up these goofy, silly little primes that Scopely messed up. Prime Klingon tribute. That is what after all, that's what I'm grinding after all. It's Klingon. $100 could buy me 20 percent. <laughs> which means I could take my 441 to 461 for $100. All 
<laughs> I could take my 441 to 541 for five hundred dollars. <laughs> Are you said? I don't think those. Do they boost reputation gain? I thought they just gave you a chest with reputation mm-hmm. in them. Yeah, increases Klingon reputation gains and losses from hostiles and grants a daily free bundle containing reputation oh, okay. and credits in the Klingon faction store. Reputation and credits will also increase with the research level. So basically, they gave you five bundles. There was five available bundles: level one bundle, level two bundle, level three bundle, level four bundle, etc., all the way up to level five, of which you unlocked at one hundred dollars per level. Now, granted, the reputation that you got in there was fine. Okay, and it, it, I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Don't get... It was not great, okay? It was fine. If I remember, Bubba Joe, we did examine a screenshot where someone did decide to go ham on this thing and went to the level five bundle, and um, I don't remember what it was. It was several million reputation, but they were also a G5 player, and I'm pretty sure it probably would have scaled... Probably by faction reputation, not necessarily ops level, but he was up there in the G5 uh, G5 reputation, where, for example, Bubba, your current reputation lock is 15 billion. Is that correct? Yes. 15 billion? And if I remember properly, it was like 6 million reputation that came in that. Oh, there we go. There we go, Light Bull. Golly, thank you for that screenshot. Let's throw that in the graphics room. I was I was selling them too high, Bubba Joe. It's not six million. It's five. Five million reputation per day that you could get. Now, mind you, five million is not a small amount per day, but it's still a drop in the bucket, right, when you need 15 billion. Correct. Okay. Five million per day is not terrible, or... Is that easily grindable? Now, let's talk about what this research now can do. Not the prime. I've, I've not even looked at it. I took it out. My research, my fleet commanders, and if I were using all exos, which does require Syndicate 25, in fairness, okay? 441%, Bubba Joe. So I decided to head on up to G5 space. G5 space where I went to a system where I typically do my dailies, grind hostels, et cetera, et cetera. There's 51, 52, and 53-level uh, immortal traders there, Bubba Joe. Um, as confirmed by stfc.space, the 51 drops 29,280 reputation precisely. That is Klingon reputation. 35,680 precisely on the 52. And 43,520 precisely on the 53. Now, by the way, these are base. This is what the base figure is. And by the way, it's not affected by any of this research. SDFC.space confirms it. The math confirms it. You can go and scan a hostel. It does display base. So let's just take a look at a 52 level hostel. Now, Bubba, 35,680. Um, Let's go back real quick. Let me see that screenshot. That screenshot was based on the level of... Wait a second. Was this the level of the prime and had nothing to do with faction reputation? Am I hearing this right? So, so Bubba, if an Ops 39 
who doesn't have his one million lock yet, spent five hundred dollars on this prime or ten million. And get lock, it in a day and get it yep. in two days. This was yep. not scaled by by reputation. Well, the research might be, but the the let's let's take a look at stfc.space. Okay, so the research itself is ops level locked. Okay, 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 okay. Prime uh, Prime Romulan tribute. Let's take a look at. I see what you're saying. Okay, I was getting ready to say, holy smokes! So it what, but it never had anything to do with with the faction reputation you were at. It had everything to do with your ops level, which, by the way, is also really weird. Uh, very weird for a reputation thing because they usually scale by your reputation bucket. But anyway, um, let's see. Ops level 30 for level 1, 35 for level 2, 40 for level 3, 45 for 4, and level 50 would get you to the 500th dollar. And uh, so let's pretend you are an Ops 30, level 1 of the prime, 100,000 rep. See, i got to be honest with you, Bubba. I'm, I'm just not feeling that benefit, not for 100 bucks. You know? I agree. Let's let's look at mine. Let's look at okay. I'm 49, so I'm going to look at the level 45 bundle. Four hundred dollars is what it would take. It would get me two million reputation. Well, let me share with you some statistics. I can, as a 49. Now, granted, this is at level 45. You could potentially make me look at the level 50, but I'm not level 50. Even if I wanted to spend the money on it, Bob, I couldn't get there. But as a 49, I am capable of hitting the 52s. Okay? I am capable of hitting the 52s. So I can go and kill a 52 where the base is 35,680. Bubba, with everything, three exos, Fleet Commander Kirk, all my, my Syndicate, my Pylum. By the way, I didn't even use 5 of 11. I went with Galinar first, 9% as compared to 80%, which was silly. I'm going to tell you why here in a second. All right. I assumed you were using five on a different crew. Well, utilizing two I, I hadn't yet. I hadn't yet. But, okay, l- let's spend a second on this. If I'm doing 52s on a pylum, Bubba Joe, and I'm killing surveys, what two officers do you think I'm using here at the base? Like, let's start there. Obviously, I'm going to try to use five. I'm going to try to use Galinar, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. What are the other two officers? Hmm. Two officers. I'm confused. Okay. Well, no, I'm not going to use both. I can't. I can't do both. I'm going to die. All right. Oh, okay. I'm like, wait a second. You're using five and Galinar on the bridge. Oh How, God, no, about for no. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't survive. I wouldn't survive. You got it, Ardvark. Spike and Hammer. I think I already shared that with you. Spike and Hammer. Now, if I'm using Spike and Hammer, would Galinar improve or be improved? By would there be any impact on Spike and Hammer from Galinar? Anything? No, none. What about would Galinar be impacted by Spike and Hammer? Anything? Ooh, interesting question. The answer is no. All right. Even if I tricked you and went with Pike Moreau, the answer would still be no. Because it's an after-combat ability. Loot gain is not impacted. All right. So, um, okay. Spike, Hammer, five then. Same question. Is five impacted by Spike and Hammer? Or does five no. impact Spike or Hammer? No. No. 
So, if I'm going to grind with one ship, just one, would I use Galinar or would I use five? My five, for the reminder, is 80% where my Galinar is 9%. Help me with this math. <laughs> Somebody help me out. Obviously, I'm going to use 5 of 11, Bubba Joe. I'm going to use 5 of 11. So, by the way, I was goofy. I was very goofy. When I did my original math, I did, in fact, do it with Galinar. I just kind of wanted to see. 441%, Bubba Joe, is what I had with Galinar. <laughs> if I take out Galinar and I add 5 of 11... 512%. What would the five crew be, Chala? Same exact thing. Spike Hammer 5. Okay? Instead of Spike Hammer Galinar, I'm going to use Spike Hammer 5. Remember, 5 is an officer ability. Now, we're going to get to that general arc, all right? Just hang tight with that. Hang tight with that because that is something we're going to talk about today. All right? So just, just hang tight. Let's go back to Spike Hammer 5. 512%. <whistles> Bubba Joe. Are you ready for some math? Are you ready for some math? No. I won't give you the math then. Let me just give you the results. <laughs> I'll just give you the results then. 35,680 is the base of a level 52 Romulan trader. 228,362 reputation. One hostile. 200. 28,362. Now, why did I use Spike? I use Spike because he is a great captain for, a, that was a level 52 DJ27, giving me 228,362. Now, that's a 52, so I can't use Chen, but again, I'm not really trying to use a Pike Moreau Chen. I'm trying to figure out how to do loot. I'm trying to figure out how to... Now, Captain Platt, very good question. How many can you kill? Well, that becomes the important question. All right? Does Spike, with one side of synergy, with Hammer on the other side, giving up that spot? It's the same question I posed to you at the beginning of the show, Bubba Joe. I can kill more or less, and then the loot comes more or less, Right? Right? Yes. So if I use Spike, Hammer, and 5, I got 228,362. I got 18 kills. 18 kills. It's not terrible. All right? Let's just do the math. By the way, there was no variation. By the way, every I, I, obviously I hit dozens of hostiles. I checked them all. Uh, reputation does not vary. Like loot in a, in a hostile drop, reputation is fixed. So they're all the same. 18 times 228, 362. That means, Bubba Joe, I racked up on one hull 4.1 million reputation. <whistles> Big time. You got a cap and Q. It's not about the number of kills, although I know why they're asking. Okay, but we're going to get to that. CamQ says it's rep per hour, not rep per kills, and you're, or uh, not rep per hull, and you're right. You're absolutely right. All right? I am looking at 
how much rep I got on this one hull. And by the way, those 18 hostels only took me about, and I was also doing math in between Bubba Joe. It did probably take me about 20 minutes, but I was checking every battle log and writing stuff and doing math. What, how long would it take you to do 18 hostels in that level 52 system where you're probably impulsing 20 seconds? So let's say 20 seconds plus 6 seconds for the kill. That's 26 seconds. So let's say 2 hostels per minute. Dragon Keeper, um, there's not a ton of hostels in there, so you got a lot of you got a lot of impulse. All right, so 18 hostels. I'm going to say probably nine to ten minutes. I'm with Captain Oblivious because you you do have almost. You sometimes you'll get lucky and you'll be able to tap a couple, right? But most of the time you're going to impulse probably 15 to 20 seconds. Okay. So, hang on, Peter. Let's see. So high ops to get the what well, I'm using a 52 as an example, but the percentage holds all the way down. Let's go to, uh, because I did this also, all right? Let's go to Tygo Core, all right? Now, I did the math on Tygo Core, all right? I did not actually go there because, and again, my percentages are going to be different, okay? My percentages are going to be different than your guys's. But let's look at a level 39 Klingon transport in Tygo Core. Let's say I'm grinding what? Federation rep? 7,110 is the base. Now, again, community, you can't use my bonus level. You can't use 512%, Peter. Yours is different. But that's why I'm telling you, all right? And here, 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 I'll do this. I'm going to screenshot. And this is mine. This will at least give you all the places you want to look. All right? This one is mine. This will give you all the places you want to look. All right? Apprentice and the Galaxy. Devotion and Galaxy. Uh, Galaxy 2.0 is Pike's Prestige, Kang's Honor, Ricard's Renown, Notoriety in the ATA Store, Syndicate 20, 22, 24, the Pylum, if you've got one, or, or any G4 Rare, I'm using the Pylum, and what level, that matters, uh, 5 of 11 and her tier, Galinar and his tier, the Exos from the Amalgam Recruit Chest, and if you're using them, also got to remind you that you can't even use all three of those unless you are Syndicate 25 because you would need a second multifunction slot, so if you're low ops, you might not have a second multifunction slot. You may not have a multifunction slot at all. You may not have access to the G5 100%. You might only be able to get the 40% for G3. Do the math. All right? You got to do the math for yourself and find out what the, the outcome would be. All right? Now, you got it right here. Rhino has got it on the nose. Pran says, what about five Galinar and Chen? Not. That's not going to work on 52s. It's not going to work on 52s, Bubba. If I fly uh, five Galinar and Chen on a 52, is that instant death? Will I get even one kill? Nope. No. Okay. Dead. All right. But here is the thing. If I can do 4.1 million rep, and let's call it 20 minutes for easy math, okay? 12 million rep an hour. I'm going to write it down. 12 million rep an hour. Now, here's the question that was just posed in the chat, Bubba Joe, and where we're going to let you take over the conversation on the other side of the break. What is better? Is it better to punch up, as I did, or to punch down where you can use a more 
bonus giving crew. For example, I've seen five Galinar 7. I've seen five Galinar Gorkon. Five Galinar Con. I've seen a lot of these crews floating in this chat room right here tonight. But they're not going to give you the ability to hit quite as large. But they are going to give you a bigger bonus. Right? DJ27 kind of has it right. Listen, if you want to increase the bonus and you're not scared of grind time, then you could actually go down a little bit. You still may sacrifice a little bit of loot gain or a little bit of rep gain. I mean, it may not even be more than punching up would be, but it will also be cheaper. Right? It'd also be cheaper. I might be able to get, instead of 12 million rep an hour, I might get 10 million rep, Bubba Joe, but it's also going to be three less hulls and half a billion less tritanium. Blue Mandalorian says yes, but time, time is currency. And I agree. That's why you've got your objectives. You've got your decision. Just like with the Armadas, right, Bubba? Kind of coming full circle. You can punch down, focus on loot, get a little bit more bang for your buck. Or you can punch up, but you might die. And you might not even get a percentage equal ratio of loot because you might have to give up a loot crew. All right. Tagora says G5 systems pay G5 parts and not G4, so best to think about that. Oh, that's true. That's true. I don't go up there and grind every day. I'm just like if I'm going to grind rep, I'm going to go there. I do it for Cerritos Wednesday leaderboard. Most of the time I do it still in G4 because I do still need G4 parts. But only if I'm, you know, there are reasons that I might punch up to G5 space early. That was a level 52, Bubba Joe. Ooh, level 53, 276,342 faction reputation. That's from a level 53 immortal trader. And that was just using 5 of 11 on a side, not even trying to as a captain. I didn't have time. We were trying to get on the air, Bubba Joe. Didn't have time to try anything more creative. I didn't do a 5-Gallinar 7. I didn't do a 5-Gallinar Con or a 5-Gallinar Gorkon. But that is what we're going to talk about on the other side of this break. What are the most ideal slash efficient slash rewarding crews for not just reputation, but other hostels in the game, we are going to continue your efficiency lesson with Professor Bubba Joe on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. We are going to take a very quick break, and when we return, more on the math of grinding in this game, all uh, right here on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Hang on. Back in a second. Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, your one-stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. PvPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvPTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Altoids Curiously Strong Peppermints. Now introducing steroids, even stronger peppermints. They don't freshen your bad breath, they just make everyone afraid to mention it. Time now for the main event. Yes, it is. America's been keeping an eye on this feud for a while now, Jim. To our right is the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. There's a new sheriff in town. And he'll be going head-to-head with the mouse himself, Mickey. Hiya, folks. It's clear there's no love lost between these two, Earl. Now listen, little boy. You are a fat diabetic bear. Whoa, it looks like the gloves are coming off already, Jim. I think that crossed the line. This could be a long one, Earl. This state is governed by the interest of the people. Let's see how the mouse responds, Jim. Oh, what's this? It looks like the mouse is leaving his corner. Talk to me like that. Oh, oh my gosh, looks like things are going off the rails here, Jim. Cut the commercial. Cut the commercial. Looking to piggyback off the new craze of totally unrealistic animal movies like Cocaine Bear? We'll swing on by the drugged out animal's leftover warehouse, where we have tons of wacky ideas on sale. Picture this, a family on African safari runs into the most strung out animal on planet Earth, heroin hippo. Desperate Hollywood producers with no original thoughts love this place. Lions on crack, manatees on magic mushrooms. Get all your bad ideas right here at the drugged out animal's leftover warehouse. Action. Oh my God, it's a wild pack of chipmunks on PCP. And cut. I think we got it. The world is a vampire. Everybody. Yeah, what's wrong with the what's wrong with the Smashing Pumpkins? I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, I don't think that's a bad song. <laughs> it's not a bad song. I, I can rock out to that song. I can feel good about that song. Uh, good evening, everybody. Appreciate you. Welcome back into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good evening and welcome in. Does your head hurt yet? You know, Bubba, I'm looking in in the chat, even a couple of PMs that have been coming in, and and I'm seeing that a lot of players. First of all, this this is so funny. Can I just can I just get old fart on you for a second, guys? Players, <laughs> Bubba, I really feel like there's not very many legacy players left. I really honestly feel like that way. It, like it, maybe they're not left. Maybe they're not in the game. Maybe they don't listen to the show anymore. I, I don't know. But it is mind blowing to me how many people. Uh, I, I literally have three PMs right now. Wait, you mean to tell me that there was only one research for Reputation back in the day? Like, yes. 
there were there was only one research for a lot of things in the game. That's how Scopely keeps making a mess of things is because they can't come up with new things, so they stack old things on top of the older things, and then they stack the new things, which aren't really new, they're still old, and they stack those on top of the old things, and that's why you get a $500 Prime that does nothing as compared to an uncommon exocomp. Kind of catch my drift. <laughs> okay. Like, Bubba, let me ask. This is obviously a very opinion-based question, so forgive me for leading you astray from the path of light and happiness, my friend. All right? But let me just ask. Could Scopely... Could Scopely have acknowledged or realized or decided or whatever to do something about the tribute prime that was $100 for 20% when there is an uncommon XO that gives 40%. A G3, by the way. G3, uncommon XO comp that gives 40%. That is very, very free to play. Like, you can get several of them. Like, you can have several of them, right? I mean, Bubba, how does it make sense, then, that you get something like Prime Faction Tribute? Is, is Bubba Joe quiet? Trader, what about you? <laughs> Handy? Karkin? Anybody? Accidentally? Accidentally? I, yeah, but... but, but well, Whoops, so it makes, it makes sense when they don't... Again, it goes back to things we've talked about before... They don't understand how things stack. They don't understand, in my opinion, they look at the game and they don't think to themselves, oh, players with their current research are getting X. So then if we do Y, it doesn't make any difference at all. I don't think fundamentally that they understand that about their own game. I mean, here I am. That's now, obviously, opinion. I'm stacking up. Okay, obviously, I'm super stacking. I'm using the game's mechanics. And, and this is the thing. I'm using three exocomp slots. I'm using the fact that I still have a handful of G3 exos from back in the day. I am using the fact that I can stack all three exos, which is not necessarily intended. But, but even then, I'm at 512%. Trader, let's take, let's take the G3 exo. Oh. <laughs> Trader, I'm at 512%, and I already took the G3XO out. Hold on. Let me add it back. Well, you know. 552% now. <laughs> I had already taken it out. 550%, yet 20% is worth $100 in a prime. Get out of town. What is it? What is it that, that Uncle Joey used to do? Cut it out. Okay, come on. Oh, my God. Cut it out. I can get 552. Wow, you are old. All right, you stop it right there. You love that show, too. <laughs> All right, where's my laugh track? Give me a laugh track. I don't have one. All right, 552% is what I can get. Just And, and I don't even have the prime. 552%. All right. Now, obviously, G3 players aren't going to be able to get that, and I get it. I understand. Still no excuse for 20%. Vengeance, I wish you had never bought up the Prime because now it makes me grumpy, but I didn't use the Prime in any of my calculations, so just ignore it. 
Completely ignore it. Folks, here you go. An official content creator on the record. Prime Faction Tribute is one of the largest wastes of money in this game. It's probably not the largest, but it's definitely up there. Okay? It will give you nothing. Okay? Yeah, but, I, I, it'll but give DJ, you faction wait. it'll give you faction credits. Okay, it'll give you faction wait, credits. Wait about six months and mm. they'll release a new prime <laughs> to make that feature almost okay. Are you talking about the elite recruit tokens now? Bubba, stop getting me riled up. Okay, we're here to teach today. <laughs> That's right, Captain Oblivious introducing the $199 prime called Prime Prime Boosting. <laughs> it's a 10 level prime at 199 per level that will boost all existing primes by 1% per level. Isn't that exciting? Is well, that a summation air, of 1% or one, one, No, 1% per level air raids like it boosts all primes by 10%, but not until you get to level 10 air raid, okay? Each level is going to be $199. So it's a $2,000 well, prime. Yeah. If it's additive, I might actually do that. If it's, if it's no, it won't be multiplicative. It would it would be additive. You got that back. Yes, so that so that it would effectively give me uh, ten more percent critical chance naturally. Because there's a prime no. that boosts your critical uh, chance. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, you would spend two thousand dollars on a ten percent crit chance boost? Don't say things like that out loud, Bubba Joe. Okay. <laughs> Don't say that out loud. <laughs> All right. I think I don't, obviously, I don't think he was serious. Okay. He wasn't you serious. Know, is all I need to do is say what I want and then they'll give it to me? <laughs> For $200, I would get a prime that cuts, eh, let's see, $4 trillion off of each node on my Dideridex for upgrade costs. I would pay $200 for that. Let's do it, Scopely. See, that would be a, a prime research. Basically, um, a ship component tritanium efficiency. Now, exactly. if, if we wanted, if we wanted to waste a lot of time, and I don't want to do that, we could just like I did earlier today, Trader, go through all of the research and all of the syndicate and all of the buffs and all of the thingies that you already have. That you already have. And none and I, of them. None of them make a big enough difference. Well, now here's the thing. Compared to base, they do. You probably have five, six, seven hundred dollars or seven hundred percent of these efficiencies. So, would a two hundred percent prime excite you? What about a five hundred percent prime? Hmm. I don't know. Let's do two thousand percent. Then I'll be happy. You got it. I would it. just like to unlock the sixty percent quote unquote prime that they released a couple months ago. Which was what? <laughs> that must be a whale joke. Spock? No. Oh. That's a Spock joke. Oh, it's a Spock joke. Yeah, Spock. Oh, because the thinking. yeah the rare skill points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, rare skill points. It is a whale joke. It is a whale joke. All right. So, so yeah, here's the thing. This is what Scopely has for sure lost sight of, and, and we continue to bring it up, and it continues to fall on deaf ears, is that research bonuses have to scale with the time. So Prime today isn't 100%, is it? A Prime today so, should be, what, 1,000%? It probably needs to start at like five or 600% as a minimum. Like know, anything minimum. less than that, and we're just not, 
Anything less than that, and we're just not moving the <laughs> Dragon deal. Keeper says 100,000%. Get out. Cut it out. It, that's too much. Uh, that being said, it, it does. But it, let's, listen, but, so, so hang on. It's not so 100%. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. What is a relevant percentage, right? So what is going to – like, obviously, when the Primes first came out, it was an actual doubling, Okay. I don't think we're ever going to see an actual doubling again. Not unless it's a brand new feature that's being enhanced that has no additional boost to it. So I don't expect that we're going to get any actual doublings. But whether it's an officer or a prime or something else, of all these things, whether it be attack or repair efficiency or piercing or mitigation, all of those have these insane percentages stacked on top of them right now. What do you think the minimum percentage to move the needle, either for a researcher or an officer, is starting today? What should that be? I mean, are you asking me? I'm asking you. I'm asking the audience. I'm asking a trader. I'm I think asking I already, I already said I think it should be. I think a prime should be about a thousand percent. But it does depend on what already exists in the game. Like it does exist. There was a time where I would have said. Hey, 300% would have been fine for, say, officer statistics, but now there's a ton of that in the game. Uh, I saw in the chat here a second ago, I don't know, the 350% hull health prime seems to be pretty popular, and I, I don't necessarily disagree because 350% is noticeable, All right, mm -hmm. but it was still small. Like, did it double anybody's hull? Did it, did it, even, did it even increase it by 50%? No. What most people, I imagine, saw was what, Bubba Joe, between a 5 and 10% hull health increase? Ballpark? Probably close to 10, I would say. Yeah, okay. So maybe a 10% net increase in hull health, and that was based on 350%. That tells you how much research is already in the game based on hull health. All right. Now, I'm not necessarily wanting to dive down this rabbit hole, Bubba Joe. We had a plan, and I, I see people in the chat asking about crewing. So we're going to come back to this. But my, I, I jokingly digress about, you know, these primes and the prime 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 but boost. I, I just want to finish this thought here, right? You know, when we see something come out in the game, whether it is the board queen or another officer that's boosting mitigation stats by 30%, or an officer that's uh, boosting attack by 200%. And I come on board here and I say, that is garbage. And people are like, why? This is why. This is what we're talking about. This is the reason it, it doesn't matter. Now, there are some ops levels where that's going to matter. There are some ops levels, say in the 20s and 30s, where... You give 300% to just about anything, and it's going to double, triple, quadruple there what they're doing now. But for the majority of players in their high 30s and low 40s, the numbers have got to be inflated. The numbers just have to be larger for them to be relevant. And I think that hopefully that's a lesson Scopely is learning as I've poo-pooed on everything they've released for the last six months, just about. Now, interesting one, one thing... Real quick, guys. One thing you always you're forgetting, though, not always, but one thing you're forgetting is that people will buy any, and I've seen it over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that that's a thing. But but I mean, we're talking about responsible mathematical decisions here. Now, now, Bubba, to your point, Anakin Skywalker writes in the chat. I feel like you guys might be overlooking that they're acknowledging the newer players that they are trying to introduce have a lot more 
that they can do quicker than we could back in the day, and they want to get those players to the same levels ASAP. And here is the fundamental mathematical flaw with that, Anakin, is because of the way research is added in this game. All right? The only way that anybody could ever catch up to Bubba Joe is to literally do everything Bubba Joe did. Nothing scales by generation. Nothing scales by age when it, re- when it comes to power. So if, if Bubba Joe has 500%, which is it's obviously significantly higher than that, but let's just use that, 500% research to whole health, whether that be through primes uh, or other researches or territory or this or that, the only way that you can catch up is to have the 500%. That's their model. Their model is additive. So unless, I mean, nothing replaces anything else because everything continues to add up. And the more that they do, the less effective it becomes. Now, just like when we were younger players, Anakin, there is one potential uh, uh, supporting theory to, to your argument, which is maybe original players, Bubba Joe, are going to look at Whole health prime at 350%, and they're going to skip the original prime hole that was 100%. Correct. You see what I'm saying? That is so, the one thing that they're going to be able to skip some of those more expensive things. Yeah, they're going to be able to, to get more bang for their buck. However, unless they actually buy them all, they will not actually catch up. Unless Bubba stops buying primes. If a new prime came out next month that was 350% to hull and Bubba didn't buy it and the new player did, then he closed the gap. Okay, okay, I just had an evil thought. <laughs> you want to speed – they would never do this, by the way. But you, you want to do what Anakin says to speed up or catch up other people? Offer, Put an ops level cap on a research? I was going to say an actual age of account cap on a research. A new prime comes out, and it's only available for players who have been in the game for 180 less or less days, or 365 so or less days. But they'll never do that, by the way. Never, ever, 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 ever will they do that. Well, they could only do that if they keep people locked on the generations of servers that they started on, right? Because there's nothing that stops a player from launching a new account on a brand new server, seeing the terrible economy there, and before they get to level 12, transferring to an older server to get the better economy. And then that account has a new timeline, right? They're, they've they only been playing the game for months. Then they would be eligible to that, even though they're on a legacy server with the legacy packs. Well, that happens all the time. Oh, it does. I know, but that's why they would never do something like what DJ is describing. Well, yeah, because they've got you know this inter-server. Yep. Well, fortunately for Scopely, most people don't know that legacy servers have different economies. And and good. I'm sorry. They actually cap. They cap different servers, newer servers at certain levels, right? Like there's servers that don't have above level forty content still, right? Correct. There are servers that have not ascended. Right. In other words, they're eventually going to go through everything through, just at a different kind of. Well, and, and again, 
Uh, Mimi says, in fairness, it is cheaper and easier for a new player to get to that 500% bonus nowadays than it was than it was when Bubba went through it, which is also factually, true. That is true because there is scrapping mechanics now, right? There are some primes that Bubba had to had to pay for, so I can definitely see it being cheaper. I can definitely see it being faster, but it will never catch up. And that is actually the fundamental problem of power creep and PvP in this game. Like, that is why the whales will always be powerful. Like, you can't catch up, literally, unless you spend what they spend. You know, or at least, you know, maybe you do it later, but at least there has to be a a point where Bubba stops. Maybe we're, maybe we're there. <laughs> All right, Traders seems to be there. She spent nothing for the last 60 days. So now, <laughs> now server 20, mm-hmm. yo, 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 G4 on server 20, this is your chance. Yeah. She's not spending. Now you actually have an opportunity to catch up. But the ball is in her court. Because if she continues to grow and consume and purchase what Scopely releases, then it will never close the gap. The only way you close the gap is by traders' apathy. All right. And again, day trade, you you can do some scrapping. So it can be cheaper for players on trader server. Okay. It can be cheaper. Like I don't think anybody's disputing that it can be cheaper and it can be faster, but it can never be enough, which is probably even worse. Right? It can be cheaper. It can be faster, but it will never be enough. That's what's probably so diabolical about it. You think you can do it faster. You think you can do it cheaper. But until Trader stops, you'll never catch up. Yep. All right. Even if you spent the same amount of money that Trader did, you will not catch up until she stops. All right. And by the way, Simpy, I'm not making the argument that that VIPs shouldn't be VIPs, but I think a lot of VIPs would admit that there's problems with power balancing in this game. All right. Now, you know, there's definite advantages that that players can have for sure. But I I think Scopely misses the mark on on how vast those advantages should be. Or rather, maybe they didn't not back in G3 but they kept wanting to make more money so that it's kept piling on. And then we started to see the G4 economy get out of whack, didn't it, Trader? And now the G5 economy, Absolutely. I mean, the G5 economy, it's there is zero screwed. sense of balance anywhere in existence in there. None. Which is, which is why, you know, people laugh at me, but that's why I have no desire for G6 to come out because look at what G5 brought us. After they claimed is, it would be better than G4, it's the exactly. same thing. It's worse. It's worse. What is G6 going to be? Think worse. about that for a second. <laughs> worse. <laughs> what is G6 going to look like? Magnitudes. G5 was magnitudes worse than G4. And G6 is going to be magnitudes worse than G5. Worser. You are... <laughs> worser or er, est, 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 er. I was going to say, yeah. worser er. That's, that's a good I like that's doing Worser er. Okay. Uh, anyway. All right. Let's come back. 
Let's come back. Bubba Joe, you had uh, a segment and really oh, technically yeah. so, I've only got 11 minutes left. But, but, but Well, I want to – it's fine. No, no, no. So what I wanted to do is mm. I wanted people – so we spent a lot of time talking about faction rep, and for good reason. Faction rep is one of the most important things to getting in the game. It, it gates your ability – to get new ships, the new ships that you want, right? Not not the specialty ships, but the ships that you want. The Pylum, the Tribune, the Enterprise A, the Enterprise, the Augur. Your faction rep gates your progress through the ships that you are going to use day in and day out uh, for hitting hostiles, for hitting players, right? So faction rep is one of the, the most important things to consider. And probably... At some point, we should probably have another conversation about faction rep that involves the payoff between grinding and dailies, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's the next conversation to have because there's a lot of people um, that do very little grinding and are advancing just based on the daily, and that's a specific clock. And then there are people that spend hours every day grinding because they want to get this incremental advantage better and faster. So that's another conversation to have at another point. But what I wanted to do is I want to talk about I want to talk about loot and I want to talk about smart, right? And so we've spent a lot of time talking about loot, right? We talk about how five of eleven uh, gives you more loot. We've talked about Galinar. We've talked about all these different all these different cruising options that can boost your loot. So for the most part, people know that they can go and maximize their loot, maybe punching down a little bit. Um, but there are ways to maximize your loot that you can get from hostiles, whether that's probes, whether that's venom, whether that's uh, 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 the stuff that the the swarm drop, which I forget right off the top of my head. Mark two. So there's all uh, oh the Mark twos and the uh, Mark ones. Yeah, yeah. So so there are absolutely ways to maximize your loot, and we've talked about those when those specialty ships have come out. Um, but what I want to talk about is I want to talk about smart crewing, okay? I want to educate people. I want to talk about how do you approach a crew. Now, DJ, I am certain that there are a large number of people in this game that wait for you to come out and say, go hit this hostel with this crew. I've done all the research for you. Go hit this hostel with this crew. And while that's very helpful... That's still going to depend on what, DJ? Well, it's going to depend on somebody else having the advantage of time and you well, having a slower start. And, and, well, and no, no, no. But, but as far DJ as the impact, out, yeah, as far as the impact, right. like I just was saying earlier, this is my research. You're not going to go to Tiger Core and get 250,000 reputation. It's going to be scaled down because your bonuses are different. Your capabilities are different. Your research is different. Your syndicate is different. Your officers are different. Everything that I can tell you about, really truthfully, it used to be this way, Bubba. It's not anymore. We crossed that threshold probably two years ago where one size could fit all. It doesn't happen anymore. All right? It doesn't happen anymore. That, that might be one of the few things that Scopely may have done correctly because I do like the thought and the analysis and what you should do and how you should do it. And I, I like that piece that it's not one size fits all for everybody. But that's why we want to have these kinds of conversations to talk about a crew and like what Bubba's getting ready to do. But to answer his question, it was, it's me. I'm what's different. Just like you're what's different. 
the status of your account is what is different. Right. So what you want to do, what are the things that matter? And we've talked about this. We've kind of hinted around in a lot of different podcasts in a lot of different ways. But what are the stats that matter to you most? Okay. And let's let's dumb it really far down. We're not I'm not going to talk about mitigation. I'm not going to talk about piercing. I want to really, really dumb it down. What is the two things that matter the absolute most? Has anyone got any clues in the chat? I've got one. Go ahead. Time. Um wait, what are you talking sure. about? <laughs> are you sure. what, what are you talking about? Um uh, so the it things is, that matter the most is either going to be your efficiency, which could also be time, or or I get I, I don't know what what are you driving at? I'm going to go with efficiency. Driving at how much how much damage are you doing, and how much damage are you taking? Let's take all the math out of it. Let's take all the mitigation and, and all we've talked about how that works, okay? But we're talking about how much damage you're doing and how much damage you are taking. Right. So the hostile, whatever it is, is going to be doing damage to you. How do you know how much damage the hostile is going to do to you? Well, first, you can go look at your battle log, right? You can go punch one and see what the battle log tells you. But before you ever get to a battle, how can you go find how much damage the hostile might do to you? Who's got it? You can go to stfc.space. But let's say that ST uh, let's let's assume for a second that when Scopely actually starts updating that that it doesn't have it there. There you go. Thank you. Whoever said sc sc scan it. Um, you can scan the hostel, right? You can yep. click on the hostel and you can scan on the hostel and you can go over to the information, which is right in the middle of the screen, and you can go damage per round three point seven eight million. My God, that seems like a lot of damage. My, that seems like it's. I'm looking over my hole here at you know. 800,000, 3.78 million. That seems like a problem. I don't want to last three million rounds with this thing. Okay, so what can I do about that? Well, then you want to look at that's how much damage it's doing to you. How could you do damage to it? And let's just say I picked up this hostel and this hostel has 4 billion shields and 400,000 hull. Well, do you want to eat through those shields? What would you do if someone said, exactly, Air Raid, what would you do if somebody, if that hostile existed in the game? What would you do? Four billion shields, 400,000 hull. What would you do? You would Yuki it. Why? Because Yuki doesn't care. Yuki is going to strip a spe specific amount of shield hull from that every single time, every single round. Tal. Tal. It's another one. Tal is whole. Tal is a limited number of rounds. You have a fixed number of rounds. I said a very, very large shield and almost no hull. Tal's not going to help you there, right? Because you're, well, you're still you know, you're, you're You wouldn't have to chew through the shield because Tal's just you would stripping not have the to shoot through. You would not have to chew through the shield. I bet you that Yuki would get there much faster, though. I, I Yes. On 400,000 hull, I agree. Yes. So, so what I want you to look at is I want you to start looking at when the new hostel comes out, whenever that is, right? You should be trying to figure out. Maybe it's not a new hostel. Maybe you just went from 39 to 42 and you went from regular space to deep space, right? What is it that you can do? Now, Blue Mandalorian says Harrison. That's another really good one to look at. Yeah. If your Harrison is high enough, you can ignore all of the shield and then you have to try and take out that hole in the first round. Now, why is that relevant? Because we've been doing that for years. Who remembers the crew 
Who remembers what crew you should be using if you are a high enough level player, not someone in your low 30s, but if you were in your 40s, who is the crew you should have been using to hit Borg? Uh, okay, wait, what did you say? If you were high enough? Is that what yeah, you if you were if you were at a Max Vidar, okay, which we already which Echo told us was a very small percentage of people, but even a tier eight Vidar, and you were say in your 41, 42 range, okay, what is the crew you should have been using to hit Borg? I'm using like five six, seven eight or no, I'm using five Office Mud and Harrison. That's exactly correct. Let's talk about that one for a second. Five. Now, uh, Strange New Worlds will do fine. Okay, Strange New Worlds is very, very effective. But again, we're talking about... Okay, can, can, I, just, can I just be straight with you? Can sure. I be straight with you, Bubba Joe? All right, we're having this conversation because of a hint that was given only days ago that talks about deep ability-based knowledge. Let's not use the same old, same old here, folks. You're missing the point, those of you in the chat, talking about Pike Moreau Talon on Borg. You're missing the intent of the show. Okay. Let's talk about the abilities. Why, Bubba, does 5 Mud Harrison make sense? Okay, so the reason 5 Mud Harrison makes sense is you're giving yourself some mitigation and loot gain in 5, right? But the ship is doing all of the damage, just like in Swarm. We're going to talk about Swarm in a second. But the ship is doing all the damage. And so you want as many shots as you can get, okay? And you want to shoot it and kill it before it gets to the big gun. Now, there is a gun that fires in round two, and there is a bigger gun that fires in round seven or ten or something like that. I forget. But you want to kill it as fast as humanly possible. And so you don't want to deal with the shields. If you're having to chew through the shields, you're probably doing it wrong. You want to bypass the shields and go directly to the hole. But we've talked about this crew, Five, Mud, Harrison. We've talked about it for a very long time. We also talked about a crew that started with Goon on yes. the ship. I was you getting ready get to more... see if you remembered that yeah. one. That's right. Goon is effective. This is where Scopely does get goofy with their game. Goon is highly effective against Borg. Goon yep. as captain. What else did we run there? Who, Let's who remember this. Who guessed that Goon was highly effective at anything? I know, right? Goon as captain. What did you put with him, folks? Let's build this weird crew. Boone as ca- uh, Goon, sorry, Boone. Goon as captain. His captain's ability is to increase the chances of dealing a critical hit by 20% for the first round of combat all right so goon absolutely what else if i'm gonna put all my money on the first round of combat all right what's another officer by the way we were talking about goon in place of five but the rest of your crew is still pretty good isn't it bubba joe Mm -hmm. yep because you're going goon and you want to synergize with goon so if you're going to synergize with Goon, who is the best person to go put with Goon? Office Mud. Office Mud's yep. officer ability, uh, depending on your tier, okay, is a percentage chance. And you do want it to be an advanced tier in this particular case. Office Mud is available in transporters. Hopefully you can work on him a little bit. I've got him, I believe, at tier five. I'm mine is max. That's 60%. So Mud has a 60% chance to double the shots of all weapons 
of the ship for the first round of combat. So, again, a first-round gamble. So, <clears throat> I'm putting all my eggs in the first-round basket. Therefore, I'm also going to come back and go with Harrison. Now, to, to steal Bubba's thunder for a second, let's talk about Harrison, who is not a percentage proc. Harrison will do well, it. All right. Kind of a percentage proc, 100%. He's going to proc. 100 Okay, fair. 100%. <laughs> he's going to proc. Okay. Now, my Harrison, I haven't worked on him for a really long time. I don't know about you guys. My Harrison is tier three. Um, my Harrison is tier three. And even there, he's ignoring 80% of the shield. 80% of the shield. Okay. Now, probes do have shields, you silly gooses. All right? Probes have shields. The, the swarm are the ones that don't. But the, the Correct. Probes board, have shields. Probes have shields. Now, if I'm putting all my eggs in this proverbial first-round basket, goon, captain's chair, 20% at base, 15% synergy from Office Mud. Now he's a 35% boost to critical. My critical's already probably 12%. And that's assuming let's, no prime. Let's assume you don't have the prime, so it's 12%. 12%. That's no prime. I just got a 35% boost. Okay? And golly, let's not even. You know what? Do you need Goon if you got if you got Hugh? I mean, they, they, they're redundant. But, yeah, throw Hugh under deck, too, and that's going to be even better. Okay? Throw Hugh under deck because it is, after all, of a darn. It's got nine officer slots under there. All right, we're talking. Office so, mud is the is uh, Dwight Schrute mud, okay? Not not cartoon mud. So you've got thirty five percent boost to crit chance. All right. If by the way your Vidar throws a critical with Harrison with the 60, 80 percent shield health, uh, shield health strip or ignore rather, it's enough to one shot. The thirty-three probe. Now, this this is slightly yep. dated, Bubba. We're talking about thirty-three. No, no, so yeah, so I, I want well, that's exactly where I want to go, right? So this is something we talked about for months. If you're hitting probes still, this is a crew. This is a more efficient crew. You're going to take less damage, which means you're spending less titanium. This is the crew you should use. All right. So what happened last month? Last month they threw a bunch of new probe board probes at us, right? Now, should you take this crew and just punch up to? the level 41 probes? No. No. Why not? Because the size of the hull may not. I mean, it's certainly worth a test. All right. But the size of the hostile's hull health may not be enough to fall with a single one, uh, with one single round of combat. And that's the goal. This whole crew was about killing it before it could kill you. Guys, which mud? I literally, we've said it five times. Office mud. Dwight Schrute mud. Okay? Not the cartoon mud. What, what are you guys struggling with here? Okay? I don't, I don't use the words fat or skinny. It's offensive. All right? I've told you. Office mud. Dwight Schrute mud. The discovery mud. Not cartoon mud. Why? Why is this even a thing? Goodness gracious, you guys are silly. All right. So, so um, I want to acknowledge Mimi calling me out and correctly this is how much i've cared and paid attention to the borg arc it's like there aren't 41 board probes my bad i apologize 
I don't actually know what the levels are above 33. 37. Other than, other than the 50, 54s that I hit. That's the only ones I know. All right, 37. Um, Let's go to the 37s. Okay. And by the way, it could okay. work. It could work. It might. Right. So that's what you have to look at, though, right? How much damage? Let's say mud procs, but you don't go to critical. Well, how much damage are you doing then? Let's say you get a critical, but mud didn't proc. How much are you doing then? And how much is going to go to the shields from uh, from Harrison, right? Those are the calculations that you as a player need to be prepared to make so that you don't have to wait for DJ or Rev or the whale in your lines to go, oh, yeah, this is the crew to go go, because it may not work for you, okay? Your research is different. Your officers are different. Your Everything about your account is different from the people that are giving you advice. So it is important that you can go and look at this for yourself. And while for DJ and I, you know, we may be able to go get away with using the same crew, this mud crew or this goon crew and going and killing 37s, you may blow up. Why? Because you're not doing as much damage as we are, or you're not doing as much mitigation as we are, or you're doing not as doing as much piercing as we are. And all of that still matters. But that's the part that is now changing in the game, that not everybody has the same size. Not It is not one size fits all. And and, and that's a, a good kind of spot to wrap up. So when we're looking at these crews, we've even said that um, five Mud Harrison, even back then, was a more advanced crew, depending on your development of officer... Uh, research or tiering promotion officer development as well as interceptor research as well it took uh, a little bit extra gusto to get that stuff done all right so we look at kind of in summary these crews that are generic or a little timely all right for example somebody said uh, earlier about faction grinding for example why don't you try Five, Galinar, Gorkon did it on a 53s. I got one kill. <laughs> Not good enough for me, okay? I would have gotten a higher percentage boost, right, on that one hostile, but the I, I don't have the longevity. A minute ago, we talked about how the fact we could kill 18 hostiles with that one. Well, I might have gotten more rep on the kill, but I only lasted one hostile, not good well, enough for and, me. So, and that's another thing to consider, right? Because you don't see everything that goes into that crew. DJ, what if you gave out a crew and you say, this is the crew to use, and it's, um, and I'm just going to make something up. It is Goon, 0712, and Keenzer. And this crew kills everything. And you forget to tell people that, oh, and by the way, I had Hugh below decks. Yeah. And someone else takes this crew and goes, this crew's terrible. This is awful. This, oh my goodness, what, what is DJ thinking? And then really the thing that mattered was the fact that you had Hugh below decks, right? Yeah, it was so I had the somebody game asked me just now in the podcast while I'm playing in the game, it's like, is that crew really good? I, I don't get success with that crew. And I said, well, the crew's fine, but the difference is, is that I have Hugh below decks. I have a tier two Hugh below decks, and that's what makes the difference, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't have Hugh, or I don't have it that high, right? So that's the thing, is that you're not always going to be able to... You should take all of the information that you can get, the information that's in the game, the information from content creators, the information from your whales... And then you should figure out 
what is going to work for you and your account. And that's what I was talking about. Think about all the abilities that are in the game, whether it's high hull health and something like Tau, high shield elf and something like, um, God, her name escapes me. The Romulan. Um, uh, Charmanic. Char- no, 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 no. Uh, no, the, the one, the shield stripper. Yuki. Um, uh, Yuki. Yes. Yuki. Um, you think about those abilities that do these very special, very unique things, right? Yuki Harrison, uh, Tal, people that do these very unique special things and how they will apply to the hostels that you're now having to hit, whether you're going up in level or in a couple of months we get some new hostels because we always are getting some new hostels. That way you, as a player, are going to be better prepared and can help not only yourself, but your alliance figure out the right crews for you and know why they work as opposed to just saying, well, DJ said this work. I'm going to go run with this because he's smarter than I am. <laughs> Which never happens. That being said, uh, the biggest reason for all of this, the biggest reason for this conversation is indeed based on the conversation that happened in this discord after the last hint was released, Bubba Joe, that there would be a something new. Uh, something unconventional, that ability-based knowledge may provide you an advantage against a specific target in the upcoming month. And so for that reason, Bubba, we start thinking about the unorthodox. Obviously, I specifically named Tao, all right? I specifically named Tao, which obviously gets paired with GG, all right? But we've also, right, Blue, identified hostels that do exist in this game now that may not be ideal for GG and Tau. For example, high DPR, low hull health officers, right? So we've got to be able to recognize what are the things we're looking for. And that's what Bubba Joe was just sharing with you. Damage, DPR, mitigation, statistics. That's what you're looking for. Because on the surface... That will give you an idea as far as what path you need to you, you need to kind of go down, right? Like, are we looking at high damage output? Are we looking at long-lasting survivability? Are we looking at piercing? Are we looking at just like Tao tapping out after twenty rounds and being done? Okay. That's kind of what we are looking at here. And with that, we will pause right here for our final break, Bubba Joe, after which we will return. I've got some announcements for you. I've got a hint for you, and we've got an opportunity at Battleship. And I remind you, I am fully aware that not everybody has towel. I am specifically pointing out that there are other abilities in the game that can work around a premise like Tal does. And I'm encouraging you to start thinking about those. As the hint says, Bubba Joe, Tal came and not a moment too soon. We will return right after this break as we wrap up today's show and prepare for Arcfall in only 
a couple of days. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a moment. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Dr. Pepper. Now introducing new Dr. Salt, made with all-natural seawater. It's time now for Stoned Movie Reviews. Stoned Movie Critics for Stoned Movie Goers. Uh, Okay. Thanks for tuning in to Stoned Movie Reviews. Today's movie is Creed 3. Yeah. Dude, I love Creed. With arms wide open. No, no, no. The movie Creed 3. You know, Rocky and Apollo. (laughs) Aren't those guys like 80, man? No, it's the sun, man. Not the old guys. (laughs) (laughs) What? Rocky and Apollo had a son together? What sequel was that? Brokeback Rocky Mountain? No, man. Just Apollo's son. He's the fighter in the new movies. How many Russians is he fighting in this one? Get your Rocky movies straight. That was the 80s Cold War, not the current one. Well, as long as Scott Stapp's involved, I'm all for it. Can you take me I think you're high enough, pal. We'll be right back after my friend over here takes a little nap. (laughs) Yankee taxing in the South, we think that it's funny. If you move here from New York, we're gonna take your money. Yankee taxing you this year, Yankee taxing all day. Paying tons of bucks to us if you come from Broadway. When you come down from the north with all your friends and family, you'll pay us in Carolina, your new Uncle Sammy. Yankee taxing you this year, Yankee taxing all day. Paying tons of bucks to us or you can hit the highway. Welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast as we return with Beck. Yeah, not that Beck, different Beck. Sounds very different from her Christmas song. Yeah, it's not It's not frog in her throat, obviously. Didn't, didn't work out. 
Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome back uh, into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here as we get ready to wrap up. Uh, only minutes left on the clock, Bubba Joe. And I feel like I've, I've given you about as much as I can give uh, as we uh, lean towards only counting down hours away from the launch of the March Arc. Now, um, I do have a couple of announcements that I want to give you real quick, and then I do have a hint, and then you will be able to play around Battleship. Wait, wait, um, wait, yeah. wait. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, only have yes. one hint? So, <clears throat> I wrote a really long one. Because... There are rules, DJ. I know. Well, no, but I've broken this rule before by doubling the length of the one hint. All right. Um, because I'm not going to tell you why. All right. It, it's it, uh, just, just I, I know, two hints. But I've done it before where I've taken, like, the length of two hints and I put it into one. Okay? Jeez. Okay. You want a second hint? I'll give you a I'll give you a second hint. All right, it's just not going to rhyme and be all fun and and clever like the first one is. Okay. As long as it's a good hint, that's all that matters. Everything we've been talking about today is relevant. There's a hint. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, there you go. All right. <laughs> so anyhow. All right, a couple of announcements real quick, guys. Uh, listen, on the business side of things, on the back side, we've been really, really very busy. Um, this this past month was not a good content creation month for us, Trader. We've talked about that. We, we slacked off a little bit on YouTube, slacked off on the shows. Um, but we constructed this amazing, beautiful studio and um, have had a lot of time invested into that and fixing it and, and doing a couple of things. What I want to let you know about is that we've also looked at a couple of other things that, that players have talked to us about over the years. And it sounds crazy to say that, Trader, but it, it's true. For example, um, three years ago, three and a half years ago, when we launched our Amazon affiliation, for example, uh, it was originally for U.S. players. Like, for the last three and a half years, it's been for U.S. People have said, well, will it work, you know, in Australia? Will it work in the U.K.? And the answer's always been, unfortunately, no. Um, we have undergone a ridiculous, scrutinizing, painful, legal series of, of paperwork, Trader, that has now granted us Amazon affiliate status globally um nice. so we have we have added uh a room it's right underneath the announcements room and i'm not going to spend a great deal of time because i'd like just for you guys to be able to go and, and look at it we added a room just called sponsor links and info okay anytime that we've got anything going on that's relevant any way that you could support the show i'm not going to come out and necessarily super big pedal it i just kind of want to go over and, and let you guys know that it's there. The Amazon link is now different. If you had the previous Amazon link, and by the way, this is different. I know it's confusing. This is different than the coins. The coins link is still the same, all right? But for, like we used to say, when you do your normal everyday shopping with us, if you just go to Amazon.com and, and buy light bulbs, or Arian had to buy a cell phone charger the other day, okay? Um, when, when she had to do that, then we get supported by Amazon. We get we uh, straight up. There's there's a commission. It's a small commission, but it's a commission that's paid to this show by uh, endorsing or using or promoting Amazon. So um, there is a link now. 
in the sponsor links that is for Amazon. It's actually near the bottom, all right? It's a brand new link. So if you were still, and there were people, Bubba, still using our old Amazon link, I want to thank you if, if you have. If you've been, because there are people that use it. Every single month, I see like the people, some order people, it shows me, it doesn't show me who, but it does show me what, right? Somebody religiously buys dog food on Amazon. <laughs> Every single month, there's a bag of dog food on there. So uh, thank you guys. There is a new link, and this link is now Global Trader. What that means is if you're in the UK and you use this link, it will embed our tracking meta into the redirect, which will send you to Amazon.com. Uh, what is it, UK, I guess. What about uh, Amazon in Australia? Same thing. Amazon in Portugal? Same thing. Amazon in Germany, France, Spain, Italy, and the list goes on. Um, I learned a lot of things about Amazon through this process, Trader. For example, everybody in the world, yes, Canada. Scooby, yes, Canada. <laughs> okay, got Canada. Uh, Paulo says no, not Brazil. Uh, not Brazil, says Paulo. You know what? Funny enough, Brazil is one of four Amazon uh, countries that is still fighting us. You want to know why? It's because they will only uh, grant you affiliate status if you have a bank account in Brazil. I'm not exactly sure I'm going to go all into that because then there's like, you know, the reason they're doing that is for taxes and regulation and all that stuff. So, um, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know. Brazil's going to be a little bit. So, that's not going to be worth it for the. Three or four dollars a year you're going to get from players in Brazil? Uh, well, I mean, I, who knows? Okay, all I'm saying is, listen. Instead of typing in your Amazon link, do you care just to take our link and put it in your bookmarks and use that? Because anything that you buy will be credited back to the show, and we appreciate that level of support. A couple of other things that are in the sponsored links room. Of course, we started a new campaign on Twitch. If you guys are interested, uh, it is a PC only game. It's not mobile, but it's a quick campaign. It's only seven days. We're already two days in, Trader. Um, so it, it expires this coming Saturday, but if you want to participate, it's a large download. It's 50 gig and it's a PC version, but if you want to download it and get in on that contest, we're awarding trader seven winners of a hundred dollar pack, um, just by playing for roughly an hour to an hour and a half. I mean, we, we got it done last night, trader in 90 minutes. Bubba, Bubba did it. He said he was almost there, and he quit after like a little over an hour. It's probably, truthfully, an hour and a half to, of gameplay, uh, which is preceded by 17 hours of downloading. Uh, because it's, I was working on it today, and then someone interrupted me with loot discussions. Yeah, it's, it's 50 gig. Uh, it's a big download. It is World of Warships. It's a lot of fun. I actually had fun playing it with you guys last night. Um, it, it is fun. I, I did enjoy did it. Did you but ever figure out how to drive a ship? No, no. I I okay. ran into things. It was unbelievable. I mean, there were at least four or five times that I totally Titanic to my ship, just ran right into an iceberg. And then there was one or two other times where, like, it was too late to stop, so I just went full ramming speed, ended up killing the other ship and myself. It was a lot of fun. But, yeah, World of Warships on <laughs> PC is what we're playing, and uh, the contest money is coming straight back into the community. All right. Um, so the, uh, what, look where you are. Oh yeah, no, I can't Sir Dorian because I was trying to shoot. I can't do two things at once clearly. So, uh, I just rammed into other ships. So if you would like to enter into that contest, we're basically taking the campaign money and uh, funneling it right back to you guys. And, uh, that's one of the things that people love about our Twitch is how much we give away. We really give away hundreds and hundreds 
Uh, we gave away over $1,000 last month. In February, over $1,000 in prizes we gave away. And we will certainly do that in March, Trader, because 700 of it is coming from this one-week campaign. All right. Also, um, a couple of other things. The merch store is in there. The StarTrekFleetCommand.com website link is in there because I know people uh, ask for that a lot. The Amazon Coins link I put in there because uh, people are still using that for coins, and I appreciate that. And if you would like to use uh, coins, that's in there. We've got a, uh, a sponsorship currently for Factor Meals. I thought I'd throw that link in there very quickly. But one that people have been asking about, Trader, is our new global partnership with Govi. I'm really, really excited about this. My entire studio is decked out in Govi lighting. And uh, a lot of people have been asking, you know, when that was going to happen so that they, because they wanted to get some Govi lighting and all that stuff. Govi is, is fantastic. You're not going to hear me knock on their lighting. I will say that they're the lighting, uh, the premier lighting uh, experts out there. They've got amazing products. And Trader, they have given us coupon codes uh, based on region, you know, a lot of times you have to find coupon codes. You got to Google search coupon codes, you know, for a store or something online you want to do. I've got them right here in that room at the very, very top. You see the big Gobi uh, logo there. Our link is right above it. All right. So use that link. If you're going to go and buy any Gobi lighting, uh, be sure to use that link. But also, I've got all the coupon codes listed right there. So uh, as it relates to the products that are on special sale through the Talking Trek partnership this month. So you guys be sure to check that out if you guys want any of those lights. If you guys, because a lot of, crazy enough, a lot of people have been messaging me, Trader. Hey, we want to do some Gobi lighting. So, you know, can you hurry up and get your link? There it is. You got it. Okay. Uh, and that is the new sponsor links and info room. We will be keeping that up to date on new stuff that we're adding, uh, stuff that expires, we'll take out of there, et cetera, et cetera. But that's what that room is for. And um, so in case anybody was curious about why, or what information was in there. The the Google form, for example, for the uh, WoW game is in there as well, uh, as well as is the install link. So there's all that in there. All right, sorry to spend five minutes on that, but I wanted to. The, the big developments, all right, the Amazon Global Link is big, and the Govi partnership is big. And then, of course, you know, for the next five days, the WoW sponsorship is pretty big too. Uh, giving away $700. If you want to spend an hour or an hour and a half, you know, playing that game. And it was actually, it was fun. We did it together. It was fun. Uh, Captain Oblivious, you know what? You are so impatient and selfish. Allow me a moment of explanation on the hard work business-wise that I've been putting in. Uh, people have been asking for this stuff. So I got it. Goodness gracious. Bubba Joe, I've got a hint for you. People don't care. Look, Dexies is like, can I just get the freaking clue, please? God. I, I think we buy. I think at this point, because uh, of uh, uh, the, the the urgency that people want this hint, I think we just say battleship and be out. <laughs> no, I'll give the hint. No, Scooby. The Amazon. Oh, the Amazon App Store. Yes. Yeah, so for coins, that has not changed. That's not changed. What I was referring to was the general Amazon shopping link. Okay? The general Amazon, like if you go to buy a s'more maker. Okay? Or you want to go buy laundry detergent. Or dog food. Okay? Anything. Yeah, or adult entertainment material. Like Star Trek novels from 1993. Trader, have you finished that book yet? Yes. What'd you think? It's pretty, 
pretty pretty terrible. gritty. Isn't it? It's pretty gritty, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. It is terrible. I thought it was good. I, I mean, when I was a teenager. For me, when both both of them are. When I was when I was a teenager, it was a good book. Terrible. All right, all right, guys. Here's your hint. Bubba Joe, get a pen and paper. Let's see how this goes. Once upon a time, Echo and DJ shared their minds. An idea was born that day that may present in some way. It's definitely early, a baby step at first, but for time of gameplay, it doesn't appear worse. But with it comes a brand new red. And with some other hostels, it will wed. Depending on your desired application, I suppose. Hence, the discussion today has arose. You get what I did there? Isn't that good? That's good, that's good. What is your goal? What do you want? A new path will present to save time is what Scopely will flaunt. There you go. Once upon a time, Echo and DJ shared their minds. An idea was born that day that may present in some way. It's definitely early, a baby step at first, but for time of gameplay, it does not appear worse. But with it comes a brand new red, and with some other hostels, it will wed. Depend on your uh, depends on your desired application, I suppose. Hence, the discussion today has arose. What is your goal? What do you want? A new path will present to save time is what Scopely will flaunt. And there you go. Bubba Joe, that is what I got for you. See, it wasn't it wasn't small. It wasn't short. Lost in says, here's the you forgot the the addendum to your hint. There will be bugs. <laughs> yes, probably. Captain Taylor says, so what's the arc about? What's the story or theme? Well, I uh, am not prepared to tell you about that yet. Not prepared to I bet that's a lot. tell you about anything yet. Uh, Garrick says, sounds like DJs is pregnant. Yes, you, you got it. <laughs> I've been meaning to sh I've been meaning to share with you guys. Wardod says, "Can I make a stab at the answer?" Yes, please. Mr. Belair says, "I smell a new $1,000 prime." DJ spent too much time talking about the $500 prime today. I mean, that's possible. Hey, I want to I want to challenge something you said. You're you're not prepared to tell today. Are you saying if there was a test on it that you would fail it? Because you're not prepared? No. Or you're just choosing not to tell us? I am not prepared to share with you. Interpret it how you will, Mr. Joe. Interpret it how you will. I have shared what I shall be sharing today and share nothing further. I, I love your hints, DJ. I really do. <laughs> but who here misses a ripper hint? Well, let me think. He gave one on his Twitch stream. Oh, did day. he? Did he give one? He did? 
He oh. did. <laughs> and if I'm read it, someone's going to have to refresh my recollection. But I believe he said it started with the letter F. Yep. Wow. Yep. Mark- wow. Yep. I was literally. I was going to do it. Okay. <laughs> As honest to God, I'm not even kidding you. Here's what I was going to do. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> Shame on you, DJs. It starts with the letter F, people. That's it. it starts with the letter F. Sure, it's, it's exactly how he sounded. It's... <laughs> Brand Susie. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I'm. That's all I'm good to say. That's it. That is un- That is great. I'm a very silly goose today. Are you full of positive energy? I'm full of positive energy. All right. Uh, let's play some battleship. Hang on, I know what to guess. Hang on, I'll look. D10. Wait, what are you doing? It's already been guessed. Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. The last three times we played Battleship, the person comes in and guesses the very bottom guess in the list. (laughs) So I I pulled up the list and said, what's there? That's all I did. I got you, okay. (laughs) Makes sense. Well, somebody, somebody's going to be like, oh, that sounds like a great guess. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so, too, Vic. He's like, I thought Bubba was stealing a guess. I thought so as well. I was like, what Someone is he doing? Board. What is he doing? All right. Someone did put him up. That's correct. I kill you. $500 pack does indeed start with the letter F. <laughs> so does four hundred dollar package. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so does a fifteen hundred dollar pack. Five thousand dollars. Oh God! Brent <laughs> 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 Susie, no. Free to play does not start with the letter F. That starts with the letter doesn't exist. Okay? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm obviously joking. I'm kidding. Okay. All right. <laughs> Waffly, that's even better. 4G6 starts with the letter F. You got it. Hey. All right. Okay. Time for a game of Battleship. Let's do, uh, let's do a drawing here, Trader. It's going to be Razor's Edge. Congratulations to you, Razor. Razor's Edge, you've got an opportunity to play. In Talking Treks Battleship, you've got an opportunity to win some big prizes and materials, maybe some Talking Trek merchandise. It all comes up right now if you can land a hit on the ever Hidden Stella. It has been very evasive, Trader. Nobody has has found it. It's been a long time since we had a winner. So let's see if uh, if he's going to be able to find it today. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hop into the Battleship War Room. All right. 
Looking for Razor's Edge. Is he here? Do we have a guess yet? We do not. Uh-oh. We're going to give him just a couple of seconds. Razor's Edge. Come on, come on, come on. Razor's Edge. Please take your guess. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Trader. Not looking good. Nope. Um, and I don't even see him typing. I'm checking all the rooms to make sure that, you know, because some people go down to the war room to guess. Maybe it took too long for us to start playing. Maybe. Maybe. Listen, this has actually been a shorter show. We it are, we are only two, 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 three, wait, two, 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 fifteen. God, we are only like two and a half hours right now. That's crazy. Dang. You're saying we would have time for some fantasy flicking? No, no, I'm ending the show. <laughs> I'm, I'm ending the show because I got I've I've listen I've got a I've got an arc fall video to make, folks. All right, I mean. Do you know what never ended up in that room? I got work the to do. The draft that the, the draft that Bubba Joe and I did. I never got to. I don't even know. I didn't know there was I, one. By getting pressed chip, yes, from. Well, find find it and send it back to me, and I'll, I'll I'll put it in there. Find it. I think I should beat Bubba Joe more than once. Oh, yo, Razor's Edge guest. Oh, he's in the war room, and I knew that was gonna happen. I knew that was gonna oh. happen. He's in the war room. Okay, uh, Razor's Edge. Hold on, wait, where? There it is. Yeah, he did it. He's he's in the war room. Seven fifty-five. That was one minute ago. Razor's Edge has called for J six. Thank you. I'm glad okay. we found you. Glad we found you. All right, Juliet Six, let's go. Computer, Juliet Six, please. Juliet Six. Target acquired. Yikes. All right, that didn't work, Trader. J6, not good. But you guys get to choose. You can have Fantasy Fleet Command or you can have two more battleship guesses. I already I already made the choice. <laughs> I, already, I already made the choice. Killer, Killer Spock, congratulations! <laughs> no, listen, I love the game, honestly. It just makes me think too much, and I don't want to think right now. I've got to go. I've got work to do. Killer Spock, congratulations. You got a chance. Let's go. All right, Killer Spock, looking for your guess. All right, guess number two here from server 138, Ops 56. Killer Spock is typing Alpha 5. All right, let's go, computer. Uh, Alpha 5, please. Alpha 5. Target acquired. Yikes! Oh man, Trader, this thing is hiding out so amazing, and I it love is. it. All right, contest really pick. You get is. one more. You get one more computer. Uh, co community. Commuter. Computer. Community. Certainly. Congratulations. You got a chance. Certainly. Congratulations. Let's get it on. Come on, come on, come on. Quick, quick, quick. Stop with the applause. That, Stop with the applause. Is that, is that how you say his name? Certainly. Is that is that not I, how you say his name? 
I always said it. I always pronounced it certainly. Certainly? I, I thought it was a clever way to spell certainly. I think I'm going with... I'm going with the DJs. Certainly. Yes, you. The one who just said, wait, me? Yes, you. Certainly. Yes. From US Server 36 <laughs> from the Zerdic Alliance. Certainly. Wait, you can't spell it the same way. Give us a give us a phonetic spelling. Is it certainly? All right, or is it certainly? Oh, look, there it is. It's certainly. It's certainly. I win. All right, thank you, thank you. Certainly. Uh, he says, I don't know what's guessed. Why not let someone else do it? Oh boy. I mean, he's you got you got to make a guess. Just go with the chat. Pick one. Just throw something out. Throw something out. Look at the chat. They're giving you answers. Wow, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Pick one. Yep, there's there's a common denominator. There's coordinate. There's coordinates all over the place. You got to pick one. I can't. I, let, one I can't let other people. Click. F6. All right, there we go. Certainly, F he right. says F6. F6. Okay, here we go. Computer, computer F6, please. Golf. Oh no 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 wrong one. F6. F. Wrong button on the keyboard. F6, please. Fox Were you going to try and guess G6 six. for the eighth time? Yes. Golf. Six. No, that's not what I put in. No, stop it. Golf. Six. Cut it out. <laughs> All right, Foxtrot six. Here we go. Foxtrot. Six. Target acquired. Man, this this thing is great. I mean, there is you've got to be running out of space. You guys have got to be running out of space. Not really. That one really didn't even close off. Foxtrot five would have been better. Than All right, this this is, this is it. This is it. Last yeah. one. Elros. Wait, didn't Elros just guess? Six spots that narrow things off. Uh, didn't Elros just get to play? Yes, he did. Uh, Was it a hit though? No, it's a different Elros. Yeah, it's a different Elros. Oh, snap. Okay, well, there's luck in the name Elros today. Elros, you've got an opportunity. This is it. This is it. This is the last one. I'm not doing any more after this. Elros, let's go. All right, this is it. This is number four. I'm, I'm trying to help you guys out. This was not supposed to go this long. All right, this is... Last time we did this, Trader... You guys finished around in like two and a half weeks. All right, well, we started know, this game in January. <laughs> this has been two months on one round. Al Rose, do we have a guess? Does Al Rose have a guess? I am not seeing something in the oh man regular room. I didn't take that much time off, Viper. You guys have a ton of missed guesses. Like, there's more missed guesses this yeah. round than there's ever been. Yeah, there is. Where's I Elros? I mean, in, in real, in real uh, battleship, the, the PT boat is always... It's the toughest one to find. To find. For sure, yeah, there's a lot of luck involved. Got a lot of double misses, too. Joker, mm -hmm. wow, that is the most nerd thing I've ever heard Joker say. Properly guessed, we can clear the map in 19 more guesses. Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I guess so, too. Elros. Oh, my God. All right. I don't want to red spell. 
What? What do you say? Blue Mandalorian says talking Trek in the hunt for the Red Stella. There you go. It's the name of a new Star Trek novel we're going to write and send to Trader. All right, Voodoo Doctor, server 32. Let's go, Voodoo Doctor, Voodoo Doctor. Please, please. See, I was trying to end early. I literally wasn't. Now we're going to spend 30 minutes on this daggone game. Uh, Voodoo Doctor, what do you got? I should give more than five seconds. But Voodoo Doctor has to be. He just was chatting like five minutes ago. Yeah, he was. Oh, oh, he's posting in a different room. He's posting in a different room. Hold on. I'm going to look for him. I'm going to look for him. Where is he? Is he in the... Somebody just said he was in the wrong room. He's in F... Yep, he's in F... F5 is what he chose. He's in the chat associated with the studio. Okay, F5. F5. Here we go. Voodoo Doctor says, Foxtrot 5. Here we go. Computer, Foxtrot 5, please. Please. Foxtrot. 5. Target acquired. <laughs> that is a evil laugh. I'm sorry! I have tr I'm not doing six. That's it. We just did... Wait, what was that? Four or five? That was four. That was four? Yep. I really want to go. All right. I really, really want to go. Maverick, the USS Maverick. This is it. Number five. I'm not doing any more. Maverick, you've got a chance. Let's go, Maverick! All right, Maverick. Johnny Five is alive. Here we go. Maverick, you're the guy. Please. 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 Maverick. Maverick. Goose. Oh, Maverick is trying to come to the stage. Okay, Maverick's going to play in voice. Let's do it. All right, come on up, Maverick. Wait, why did you hit the decline button? That never, that never works well, does it? No, it doesn't ever. He, he raised his hand to come to the stage, and then he... Just, and then he, just, right, just, just right Type it, it type it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. We're going to go, Maverick. 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 Go, Ma time is money. Maverick, let's go. I see. He's here. He's obviously here. Come on. Yeah, okay, I see him typing. Let's go, Maverick. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Just selection in on a post. Maverick, it's fine. You don't have to talk. Just type. Just type something in. Just type something in, Mike. It's okay. It's all good, Mike. Center in a coordinate. Mail and He says... Only on audio can't talk. And, uh, does that mean he can't type? Maybe he can't type? Well, he had to type that message. I th that's what I was thinking. So, you know. Uh, to... <sighs> Alright, hold on. He's typing. He's typing. That's me choking. <sighs> I can pick a form if you want. He's typing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> what? 
I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to end the show. He missed the question. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you, Maverick. Listen, I appreciate it. Don't worry about it, man. Focus on whatever it is you got to do. Thank you. All right, that's it. That's it. Sorry, I tried. I tried, people. I tried, everybody. You can't, you cannot get any more trying than I just tried. Okay. <laughs> that was like five, six. We drew like seven names. All right. Guys, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate it. Um, we're we're gonna go. I got work to do. I got art content to prep. I got sleep to have. I got dinner to eat. What time is it? Eight o'clock. I might still be able to go say hi to my son. He spent the night at a friend's house last night, Trader, so I haven't seen him since Aww. yesterday day. And yesterday was Saturday, so yesterday morning because I was at work yesterday day. So yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go snuggle him and eat beefaroni out of a can. That's what I'm gonna do. And then I'm gonna come oh back. <laughs> then I'm gonna come back out here and do more work. Community, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Visit us online. Oh, Trader, I, I meant to tell you earlier, so while we're doing all this stuff with the sponsor stuff, I'm actually working on a new Linktree landing page for ultimatedjsplays.com. And it's going to it's gonna be the new thing. Like, even TalkingTrekSTFC.com is going to go there, and Ultimate DJs Plays is going to go there, and it, it's going to be a really cool-looking Linktree. I'm working on that. I'm working on it. Mrs. DJ's told me about Linktree. It's beautiful. I like it. That's right. Uh, that's right, bangers. We're going to link our OnlyFans from there. It's going to be awesome. going to give you so much more content. All right. Uh, thank you guys so very much. I appreciate it. Coming next week, a sponsorship from Chico's Bail Bonds. Are you in trouble? Give us a call. We'll get you out every time. Or something to that effect. IJ's still working on the copy points. He's going to send it to me. Uh, thank you guys so much. Visit us online at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com. That's where you can go to find uh, our website, find our YouTube, find our Twitch, where we're having a lot of fun this week. Lots of content coming. Our YouTube, going to have videos coming this week. We're back to it, Trader. It's March. We got content to deliver. And it's going to happen on all of our mediums and platforms coming up this month. I would also like to thank you guys uh, for contributing. Uh, in the Gold Patreon program. Those members who have contributed $10 or more per month, I'd like to say thank you now to Lord Neelix, Lady Cast, Trader, Tucker, Morris, Tuck, Hostels, Iron, Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Mechrack, Hammerhead, Regis, J. Berg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, Auto Obsession, It's Hunter, Degora, Crusita, Ransusi, Katana, Hank, Ape, DJ Gurr, MC101, Late Nighter, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalbadar, Zenfree, Peppy, Stormbringer, Bills, Mafia, Bayonetta, Grog, Dorn, Archangel, Smoke, Mohawk, Dogs, Rule, Cats, Drool, Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack, Vanium, Scorpionis, Archer, Arian, Traders Got Faith of the Heart, Steve, Ragnar, Liam, Indominus, Casey Jones, Ripper's God, Chronic Break This Fella, Wet Willy, Joe K92, Darth the Domister, Taylor Crazy Bunch, General Chaos, Warren, Apox, Judge Crane, G Force, Baminkas, Captain Q, Plain Simple Garrett, Game Junior, Admiral, Inwater, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Loser, Kendall, Less Star Trek, More Hello Friends, Tanking, Seven of Nine, Jagan, Never Go Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor. What? What? Why are you talking? Kark. What? What? Why? So sorry. <laughs> Furmax, Dr. Lake, Clueless with Schizoidal Likes, Bad Welch, Kievo, Fighting Texas, Aggie, uh, Gutter, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Sit Down and Be Wrong, The Web, Balabomb, uh, Kingo, 101, D. Chesty, Nom Nom, Garfwin, 
Primal Fear, Meta 213, Dark Knight, Hypno Fly, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Lost in Buddy, JT 10, minus 10 days for Scopely to break, stfc.space. Thank you for contributing $10 or more per month to Talking Trek, register trademark, and record it in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person, saying meow for now. Love you, mean it, on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Bye, everybody. Good night. Have a good one. See you Tuesday. Actually, I guess no. I'll see you tomorrow on Twitch. Good night. Bye.